0: It's a terrible storm here, and the ducks the ducks are flying. They're flying away from the storm. It's a bad sign, Adam. The water's rising. It's rising up to my west.
1: Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It is Sunday, August
2: twenty eighth, two thousand eleven. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination episode three, three, four.
1: This is No Agenda.
2: Tracking the tracking of Irene from the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in the People's Republic of Southern California, in the morning everybody, I'm
0: Adam Curry. And from the Northern Encampment, (laughs) I'm John C. (laughs) DeVolack.
3: It's Crackpot and Buzzkill. In the morning.
2: (laughs) The encampment, eh? All right. In the morning to you, John. In the morning to you, and in the morning to all ships at sea and boots on the ground. Yeah, and all of our uh, human resources. Who are uh, charged up, ready to go, once again, as our government loves them, in the uh, chat room at noagendastream.com, noagendachat.net, as the show is always performed uh, live Sunday mornings, Thursday mornings. And you are up uh, in upstate uh, Washington, upstate there, Port Angeles, Northern Encampment, is that what you call it? Yeah. Mm. Right. Well, uh, when did you get up there?
0: there a couple of days ago. Oh, okay. Um... I got up here a couple of days ago.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. So have you been uh, following the news? (laughs) Yeah. There's not much going on except this hurricane. This thing has me baffled. It really does. It has me absolutely baffled. Uh, There's only one thing I can think that this whole farce is about, because it is a farce, obviously, is this is like a test of the Council of Governors. That's the executive order that uh, President Obama enacted uh, in January 2010, for all kinds of uh, disasters, and it coincides so nicely with another earthquake in Albany, and of course the drill for uh, massive human migration towards West Virginia. But it certainly wasn't like a really, really horrible, devastating storm—the one that was promised. Well, sh-
0: I know they had people bailing out, and they- I thought—I think the whole thing was just a. It's just kind of a, a, a talking point regarding
2: uh, global warming. Well, you know, interesting you say that uh, because... Uh, <laughs> when, oh, jeez. First, before we get there, I just want to give people who are not in the United States, because uh, we do have plenty of listeners around the world, and I don't think uh, CNN International or any of the other news channels uh, uh, and their... Hype of this, which, by the way, completely threw Libya off the off the map. It's like nothing going on in Libya. This is a huge distraction, uh, as we would say. Don't
3: look over here. Nothing to see here. Ooh, look at that. Let me
2: try and give you an example of uh, the past 48 hours on all television channels here in the United States. So you have to kind of throw it to me, John. I'll be uh, a guy uh, outside... Uh, with a uh, with a jacket on and a hood and fighting against the wind. Okay, you got you got to toss it to me.
0: We have Adam. Uh, we in the storm as we
2: speak. Yes. Adam. Yeah. Hello, John. It's it's kind of hard to hear. It's uh, as you can tell, the Irene is just raging up the coast, completely enthralling everything. We see sea surges, sea walls. It is just. I mean, we can barely stand here. It is obviously everyone who is not already evacuated must be evacuated. Oh, 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 here it comes! Oh no! Oh no! There's more where that came from. That's pretty much what we had the past uh, 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it ludicrous, <laughs> completely crazy. And you know, and, and when this started, because we went to Vegas for my daughter's 21st birthday, so this uh, this started Friday. And Mickey's like, ah, oh, I'm like, no, trust me, this is nothing. I can I can tell, because you can see that when the, they started morphing away from actually talking about the strength of the storm as it started to die down, um, I was like, oh, this is, this is just all over. This is not going to happen. Let me, let me play you, um, I love the adjectives that people were using for this now tropical wet fart uh, this is ABC, the Compromise News Organization.
4: ...witnessing history. Rarely before has a hurricane barreled forward... ...barreled forward... ...with so many major American cities in her path, Irene is... ...roaring up the East... ...roaring up the East Coast... ...coast tonight. The hurricane's eye is moving into Virginia. You're looking live at Head, North Carolina, pummeling that... Re- ...pummeling that region... ...region all day. And now the view from another perspective. You can see from space, that is the angry swirl... ...angry... ...high above Earth tonight... And this evening, Irene is a Category One hurricane. Winds of what?
5: It's Category One.
2: <laughs> category
5: One is nothing. nothing.
2: I, you know, just to give you an idea. Now, a couple of things I was doing. I was watching CNN. And I would see where the, where the reporter would be standing. And by the way, these are all really tight shots, you know, so that you uh, – this is a television trick. It really is. So you – and do the same thing with all, all the Libya and all the Arab Spring footage as well. You just do a tight shot on the reporter. And you don't well, really have a lot of background information coming to you. Yes.
0: Well, one of the things I want to point out, I want to remind people of a clip that floated around during one of these flood situations someplace in the country where the reporter was in a boat. And he's showing the the devastation, this huge devastation, this great flood as he's in the boat reporting. And then some guy walks by in waders.
2: So, and I just want to say one thing, because here's the typical response. I'm already seeing it in the chat room. Ten people died, man. Listen, if people were on the streets, a hundred people would have died. People die all the time, every single day. In traffic accidents, I think probably less people died in the past 48 hours than is typical. Would you agree? Hey,
0: kick those people out of the chat room. (laughs) Those guys make me sick. (laughs) I had some guy just tweet me Uh, the other day about, Oh, look, I guess this proves you wrong. uh, All right. To a uh, New York Times article saying that uh, (laughs) Romney and... and, uh, (laughs) Harry aren't the best of friends, and thus my theory that he'd become the vice president is no chance. Oh
2: yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll take the licking and we keep on taking. I just have to do more on this, John, because I've been I've almost obsessed with this reporting. It is mind controlling people, and I and I have to remind myself and Mickey. I said, remember we were in this earthquake in D.C. It wasn't all that bad as the way the way it was reported. Within seconds, we saw the transition. We saw how it how it's you know how television started reporting it. But this, I mean, to completely stop reporting on uh, the continuous NATO bombing of Libya, which is really weird to me. Since you know, if you've already captured Tripoli, why do you have to continue to bomb? I guess something's not right. Well, and, uh, and apparently, by the way, they've been bombing a pathway to that. just bomb the
0: crap out of these people and then these these dumb rebels take credit for everything.
2: No, but that's, you know, when you are a Nobel Peace Prize winner, that's what you do. You carpet bomb people. Here's uh, Mayor uh, Bloomberg of New York City.
4: The beaches are closed for the weekend, as will all cultural institutions. And once the storm hits, it is just not safe to be in the parks either. The risk of falling tree limbs is serious. Serious. And people can get killed there. Killed. For the surfers, we all know that it's a lot of fun to catch a big wave. This storm is dangerous, and we just don't have the resources. And we don't want to put our first responders' lives in jeopardy to try to save you.
2: By the way, the same first responders that uh, Mayor Michael Bloomberg will not allow to be uh, at the 9/11 ceremony uh, for the 10th anniversary. So go ahead and uh, you know save people, but uh, don't get honored for your work on 9/11. Now here here's where. I got really suspicious of this uh, entire operation. Uh, C-SPAN cut away to the president and Lucy Napolitano uh, making a, uh, a visit to uh, which, of course, was covered by cameras. And you hear cameras—you know—the you know, video camera obviously is there, and you hear uh, s- photography uh, still cameras clicking away continuously. They ma- made a visit to the uh, operation center at FEMA. Did you see this, John? By any chance? No, I did not. Okay, and um, so this is, these are the people who are monitoring uh, and doing such a great job, mon- monitoring everything, but what happens is they come in, and and uh, and they and people are whooping it up, like, woo! Woo! Like that. And this is FEMA. This is the, the operation center, and I, I'm like, what? And then when he leaves, they whoop it up even more, and at one point, and I encourage you to look at this clip in the show notes at 334.nashownotes.com. Um, Someone says, thank you, Mr. President. And Lucy Napolitano turns to that person and does a, you know, and like a, and like a pumps her fist, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. So, which to me can only signify this is a PR move for either his presidential reelection or for the council of governors or just the fact that we can control slaves by telling them what to do. I don't know. But listen to the whooping. And just listen, it's very strange.
6: All right, who we got in here? The other side, using the sure. operator. Yeah. All right, this is, this is the red tape here. Yes, yeah. yeah. sir. Just, <laughs> just, nice. Nice. Woo! Woo! Good to see you, George. How you doing? How you doing? How are you, sir?
2: How are you? Nice to see you. Nice to see you.
6: So what do we got here, Craig? This is where, when we get the request from the
7: governors, we are working to move stuff. This is really where you see the federal interagency kind or of resources. This is the team that, on behalf of the entire federal family, coordinates getting the things down to the
6: governor that they need. All right, well,
2: you hear all this governor talk, right? It's all about the federal family. We coordinate this down to the governor. This is how we make it all happen. This is where it happens. The red team.
6: The uh, Everybody here, uh, you guys are doing a great job, obviously. Uh, We're monitoring the situation closely, Uh, but
2: but I I will tell you that's what you you hear the thank you, Mr. President and Lucy's like, yeah, very good, good, good. You followed instructions. Perfect.
6: uh, When I was on the phone with the governors and the mayors yesterday and I asked them, was there anything they could think of that uh, our team, meaning you, uh, could be doing to help them get prepared? Uh, There was quiet on the phone. And that was a good sign. Uh, sign. uh, What that meant was you guys were uh, going above and beyond uh, the call of duty in terms of making sure that you were asking state and local folks what they needed and making sure that you were deploying those uh, resources in a timely way. So uh, this is still obviously going to be a touch and go situation for a lot of communities, but but knowing that they've got. An outstanding response team like this uh, makes all the difference in the world. So uh, we, we really appreciate you. Proud of you. All right. Especially because you're all not going to get any sleep for the next uh, 72 uh, uh, hours. Uh, here all
2: right. it comes. Thank you. What
3: is that?
2: What is that, that about? They're all whooping it up there? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Now, then uh, I, just, I got a couple. Well, clips. I, well,
0: you're on Napolitano. I do have a Napolitano clip I want to play. Okay, good. I got I one. Got this clip's called Hunker Down. She decides to use this word hunker down because she can't tell anybody really what to do. And there's also a discrepant piece of information at the end of this clip. But she, she has to say, quote, hunker down. What does this mean? Quote, unquote, hunker down
8: governor do uh... this morning uh... she said they were now quote hunkered down close quote <laughs> uh... but they are uh, ready to do damage assessments as soon as possible uh... especially for uh... assets like the bridges and the roads Um, Irene remains a large and dangerous storm Uh, people need to take it seriously people need to be prepared Uh, as we have suggested during the week uh, think of this in three phases preparation response and recovery Uh, some of our states are now in the in uh, moving into the response mode uh, but other states as you are further north along the Atlantic seacoast are still in preparation mode so if you receive a warning to evacuate Uh, please uh, do so. Uh, Even if you haven't received a warning uh, during the storm, uh, please stay inside, um, quote, hunker down uh, until the storm passes. Stay off the roads so the roads can be clear uh, for emergency vehicles for our first responders.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: So here's the besides the hunker down thing. She feels doesn't. I guess she doesn't know what it means, or she has to quote it. I yeah, don't know. W- what is
2: this? Well, the thing that's weird is. I mean, hunker down. Of course, definition means to take. Shelter Roll yourself in- into
0: a ball and hide in a corner.
2: Yeah, but to say quote. I think we should just talk that way. Uh, John uh, quote in the morning quote to you. Uh, Adam in the morning unquote. <laughs> this is. I don't, what is that?
0: She's an idiot.
2: So you, <laughs> yes, hold on a second. Absolutely.
6: Unquote. So,
0: so here's here's what gets me. She says, you know, evacuate. If you don't evacuate, hunker down. But stay off the road. So the, how do you evacuate by staying off the roads?
2: <laughs> it, the, the whole thing is How does that make any fake. sense? You're
0: supposed to stay off the roads, but you're supposed to evacuate. She actually Wait.
2: said that, didn't she? Yeah, you're right. Well, she uh, came on all kinds of uh, news. She was doing news hits, as we call it, where she'll sit there. Uh, with her little sign in the background and her big, uh, her big necklace with uh, boulders around her neck, and uh, and you know that she does one news hit after another. This, I think, is uh, Fox. And uh, an interesting question gets posed, which I like.
8: Uh, have supplies near your home, please anticipate, uh, even if you are inland, that you could experience some um, long-term power outage.
7: The very fact that, that uh, you've made yourself available today, we always appreciate that, uh, Secretary. speaks so that uh, I would imagine the. Enormity of this issue. Uh, Some have been saying it's a bad storm; it's not a lethal storm. What do these guys in Washington know that that we don't? Uh, What do you?
8: (laughs) Well, we we, we We, don't don't
2: want it to be a lethal storm. uh, 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 What? Uh, (laughs) What do you guys know in Washington that we don't about this hoax? So, (laughs) So, I would literally be be watching. It was like Chesapeake Beach, Maryland. And I'd see the guy standing there. Well, I just need to get my sound effects back out again. I can see the guy standing there. And, uh, well, Wolf, I gotta tell you, it's, uh, did you see this railing here? A piece of that flew away just before we turned the, the, the live shot on. Sorry we didn't have that for you. And, uh, oh, oh, just, my goodness, it's, we, we just hope everyone stays off the roads, even if you're evacuating. Unquote. And, uh, and then i go to Weather Underground, which I, I use a lot. Weather Underground uh, is a very interesting website. They have um, uh, universities, schools, uh, other um, types of buildings, but also a lot of individuals who have their own weather stations connected to uh, this website. So you can go in and you can see what their weather station is registering. And you know this guy's doing this report, and I literally see like four-mile-an-hour wind. at at, at chesapeake beach maryland and then you know new york city oh same thing we got you know people like freaking out and then it's like you know 30 miles an hour let me tell you i've flown my cessna rest her soul i've flown my cessna in 45 knot winds you know so just to give you some perspective how bad that is you know, I've flown an airplane, a small aircraft, in 45-mile-an-hour winds with gusting up to 55. Okay, you know, just to give you a perspective on how bad that is. It's not all that crazy. And what is this CNN phony meter they have on, on screen the whole time? Well, they have like a like a guy standing, you know, following the storm and holding up a, a, a wind meter? How do you know? Ugh. Well, this is kind
0: of funny from your perspective because while you're watching all this crap, I've been kind of like watching sky.
2: Uh-huh. Well no, we are, got that are, link. Are we you had- got, Are you going to move off of uh uh off of Irene?
0: Oh no! If you want to, you got more. I, I, I got,
2: I got two clips from Irene. arena. Now, now it's well, time to laugh. I wouldn't mind
0: talking about the guy who was kept getting pummeled by sea foam, and this is like a big breaking <laughs> story in my Fox. On yeah, let's play the, that. That, the, uh, that was kind of funny. Continue
9: to uh, deteriorate in a big
5: way. We've uh, had wind gusts to about sixty miles per hour here. I'm on the. Ooh, WOO! WOO! Sixty. Of is, uh, one of the most popular uh, sort of hot spots here in Ocean City during the summer, and uh, just in the past uh, hour or so. The waves are really starting to pick up, and they've been making a charge at the seawall, which was built back in the uh, 1980s after Hurricane Gloria. And as uh, the waves are crashing, now up there's all kinds the of wall, foam full fo- flying
2: onto this guy. Green foam. There's foam
5: that is uh, riding over the top and uh, starting to stick to all the hotels and and uh, buildings right along the uh, the boardwalk here. Excuse me, it's uh, it's in my face as well, as you can imagine. It uh, doesn't
2: taste great. No, and why doesn't it taste great, John? Why don't you uh, tell us, why does that foam not taste great? I, if I'm not mistaken,
0: it was a sewage treatment plant that <laughs> yeah. was, uh, I guess, overflowed. And...
2: It's poop, that's why,
0: it's poop. Yeah, it's got a bunch of foaming <laughs> crap all over him. I think foaming crap should be the logo uh, of the Fox uh, Oh,
2: my goodness. And then there was um, the Weather Channel. I saw some people, because I was you know, looking around the tweeters. And uh, this is a report from the Weather Channel guy. I love watching the Weather Channel. And I will tell you what happens when he starts to respond to people walking around. Just listen to this. Four
4: winds, so at least you will be okay uh, as far as the winds are concerned. Yeah, absolutely
5: just a few feet away from that hotel, so if need be, we can find a good place for shelter. Anytime you're near one of the buildings, that's when you really feel that acceleration of the wind coming around the building. You head right out to the oceanfront. The winds are a little calmer, but we're seeing them start to pick up more and more. We are in a lull. Now we've got another rain band coming ashore. Norfolk has been repeatedly gusting over 50 miles per hour. That will increase as the afternoon goes on. One thing that has not decreased that we'd like to see is the traffic. Uh, no shortage of incredibly—well, uh, I'll bite my tongue.
2: So what's happening while while this guy is talking, he's, he's about to like get, go crazy about it. There's like 15 college frat boys. Uh, in nothing but their underwear jumping around behind him, mooning the guy, waving their dicks out and <laughs> just like they're dancing in the rain. And this guy doesn't, because he's trying to do a serious report. Who
5: have walked by me? And to be honest, I'm pretty much speechless. we have been seeing in terms of how many people have been driving around. People like what you see behind me, which I apologize for. I don't even want to show it. At this point, I don't even want to show you anymore how many people are out about, how many cars are driving
2: around. Uh, you got to See that clip? It's hilarious. These guys like, they're literally, like jumping with their with their with their wangs out. It's funny. So,
0: then, so basically, <laughs> the, the, it's all oh, those horrible 50-mile-an-hour winds, which we have on the West Coast constantly. Horrible
2: 50 miles 50, an hour. 50
0: whole miles an hour winds, <laughs> and this guy's complaining because people are driving their car.
2: Yeah, and 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 frat boys. Uh, so what
0: is wrong with the East Coast? Did they turn into a bunch of weenies? Now
2: this is just mind control.
0: This is the earthquake. First, we had the earthquake last week, and they're all freaked out, no, acting no, like no, a bunch
2: no, of no, nitties, no, And no, now we no, have no. this? No, John. This is just media propaganda. Propaganda to—I think if for the following. Well, there's three things, and you said it right off the bat, and this next clip will prove it. The first thing is uh, to uh, just push you into submission and believe your news and tell you what to do. Because, hey, w- without a doubt, most people went okay. I'm hunkering down. Unquote. Then it's the to—I uh, guess—to test the council of governors for any kind of emergency. Then it's I guess prepping for the one where everyone's gonna have to my mi- mass migration to West Virginia. And then obviously it's all about climate change. And this is Sam Champion. Now, it, actually, my worst nightmare came true. Don Lemon is now guest hosting the Joy Behar show. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that. Wow. Yeah, oh yeah. I missed so, that one. So, Don Lemon is guest hosting for Joy Behar. This is um, on Friday, I believe. And he sits down with Sam Champion, Senior Weather Meteorological Correspondent for ABC News. Let's see uh, how uh, our friend Sam Champion predicts, along with, of course, if we want to have some scientific information, who do you call? Bill Nye the Science Guy. Approaching just a day after the worst earthquake in 70 years hit the East Coast.
4: The quake and the storm have some people wondering why we seem to be dealing with more natural disasters. Why?
2: Why? Why? John, why? Why do we seem to
4: be dealing with Earthquakes, uh,
2: hurricanes, global warming. Why? Why? Or are we
4: here to help us sort out all of this? Many more questions. Nice sound effect. The Science Guy and Sam Champion, weather anchor for ABC's Good Morning America good evening <laughs> to, to you Sam. I mean, you're a busy man so so listen it, Hurricane Irene barreling does this stand a chance to become a really major storm are we in trouble yeah I, yeah. I think oh, this oh, yeah. is going to be a major storm we're but,
2: absolutely I love this this is the guy who you're supposed to believe every morning we're absolutely in trouble major storm there's nothing between it and growth uh, it's getting all the support it needs by warm water
1: uh, clear air fields Harp. to get this thing to strengthen it will at least be a four could even tip into a five Whoa, a- John, it could even tip into a five I'm
4: fine. What is he nuts?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm
4: fine. And heading toward land. And we believe based on the,
1: the current projections or track, if it follows the track the Hurricane Center has set up for it, it kind of kicks off on the uh, outer banks and then could even find a home on Long Island and then go
5: on into New England uh, later on in the date as a one or a, a
2: worst now, case scenario, Now let's get two. into the so climate change so thing. something
4: that
5: everybody on the East Coast has to watch this storm. They just have to. Mm-hmm. Every
4: update could change and we need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And Bill, you know, hurricanes heading up the East Coast coast are much rarer than hurricanes in the in the Gulf, correct?
2: Uh you're talking to me? <laughs> Have you ever seen this guy? Have you ever seen him? The Bill Nye the science guy? Yeah, goofball. What uh, what you're talking to me? He's he's on remote. Are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah. Well sure. Oh yeah. So far. Uh, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> there's a lot of energy
7: in the atmosphere and uh-huh. there are hurricanes. They've been going on for Many, many
2: uh, hundreds of years? Oh, uh, hundreds of years. John, this is our science guy telling us that hurricanes have gone on for many, many hundreds of years. You don't think it could be millions of years? Thousands of years, and so we always have to be prepared for it. Just as our infrastructure,
7: our electrical wires, and our internet, and our television communications become... More important to us We rely on them more And we have to make sure We secure that stuff
2: This actually uh, Also hit me Is a lot of this Might be about The smart grid Or upgrading the grid Because it seems like the, the, the main number That is being used On the fake news channels Is how many people Are without electricity It's like Oh, oh no electricity No electricity Millions without electricity Well I, I, Most of the stories I heard They were always
0: Including the ones This morning They're bitching And moaning About losing The cell phone towers
2: no, I hadn't heard that one. I'd only heard about
7: electricity. Oh, I
0: actually have a clip. Yeah. Oh, go on. Yeah.
7: And
2: that's going to cost money.
7: Yeah. Money. What, oh, money. What's the cost of having it all blow down? And there you are.
4: Yeah, we'll talk about the cost of, of natural disasters in just a little bit. But I want to stick now with with the hurricane here. Because, Sam, it, it's more worrisome because it's so... Populated along the East Coast. All right, now let's get into the global warming thing. About the things now that uh, people find highly controversial. We're talking about. It's highly highly controversial. I'm done. Lemon. About climate change. First to Bill. Have there been stronger hurricanes lately you believe is climate change behind this?
7: Well, you know, I I accept all the evidence for climate change and more violent storms are part of that. I mean, hurricanes have this unique thing where it is possible under certain climate models where the hurricane kind of gets, how to say, decapitated, that the top gets knocked off and it would actually get somewhat weaker. Now, these are mathematical models. But notice, everybody, all the floods and the other extreme storms that we've had this year and just a very, very hot summer. Now, these are not uh... in themselves proof of climate change but they are absolutely consistent with all the predictions of climate change models well let's go to uh... sam champion the guy who was so right about this storm so uh... and i remind everybody the united states is unique in this there's no other developed world country that isn't very concerned about climate change so uh... stronger hurricanes stronger storms are what you would
4: expect all right. But the earthquake move. is a whole other separate thing. All right, we'll move on from this, but real quickly, what do you think, Sam? <laughs> I'm, I'm on board for climate change. I think, again, just as Bill pointed out,
5: uh, I can't think of another country as advanced as we are that hasn't made a policy about it right. uh, and hasn't signed on to
4: it. Let's, let's
2: the science is in! I found that to be pretty disturbing.
0: So I opened up the wiki page on... Uh, climate change? List of New York hurricanes. Ooh. And uh, we should have this in the show notes. Or people just go to the wiki page and type New York Hurricanes Wiki into Google.
3: The book of knowledge.
0: And if you look at the pattern, by the way, there's been a, pretty much a hurricane until recently, until the last few years when we're having global warming. Until recently, New York's had one, sometimes two hurricanes hit it uh, yeah. almost every year. And some whops apparently, uh, in the past... Not in the present, and it looks to me—I would say this is a—it looks like global cooling. If yeah. you start looking at this list, <laughs> yeah, you know. of course, so it's I think global, we global cooling. Global cooling going on. We should be—I think they're trying to kill us all.
2: So, uh, Austin Goolsbee, remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. Austin Austin Goolsbee is uh, well, was one of the uh, presidents. He was a, kind of the the president's senior economic advisor. Uh, he is a uh, debate team winner from uh, his uh, school and uh, he ap- now apparently thinks that uh, earthquakes, hurricanes, Arab spring, all of this is responsible for our economic problems in the United States. Part
3: of this, what went wrong? Well, respectfully
7: Sean, I'd say you got your you're mixing up the the time frame there. In the year 2010, which is when most of the clips when the president was saying we were starting to grow again, we were growing. And over that 17 months, we added 2.5 million jobs. Now, at the beginning of this year, we get earthquakes, tsunamis, revolutions in the Middle East, European financial crises. Now that you've got earthquakes outside of Washington, D.C. I mean, we've had a series of things that have put some heavy blows and slowed the economy back down. Again. <laughs>
0: What is he talking? What what heavy blow
2: did that earthquake
0: cause? It knocked over a statue on a church and some guy some a few bricks fell off a building.
2: Yeah. It's tsunamis, it's Arab Spring, it's earthquake it's earthquakes in DC. That's why we have no jobs.
0: That is such bullcrap. Yeah. I mean what tell me what to, how many jobs were lost because of that earthquake?
2: <laughs> it's just it's all too funny. This was the, the, it's the
0: excuse making that this administration does non-stop.
2: John, I think uh, it looks like the economy is going to be uh, hurt severely. We're all it's, uh, I think uh, it's just no good. We're not going to make it.
3: We're not going to make it. Oh my God, an earthquake.
2: There you go. I, I did production for the show. I can tell. I hope we don't have too much of this. No, no. I just had to do it once or twice. Just to, you know. well, then
0: now I'm going to have to do it.
2: <laughs> Wait, you want you want to do? Do you want to? No, no,
0: no. I'm saying I'll do my own thing in the future. No, I want to report.
2: Some... I want. I want to report. Uh, now going over to our special correspondent in uh, Walla Walla, Washington, John Cebulak. John, what are you seeing out there? Adam, it's a terrible storm here, <laughs> and
0: the ducks the ducks are flying away from the storm it 's a bad sign Adam the water 's rising, rising up my
2: waist. <laughs> you know it 's just it 's the same sound effect system they use for the arab spring guns it 's just they put in different clips oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, thank you if you 've just joined this program already in progress you 've taken the red pill. And you are, you are now witnessing uh, the farce that is called news in these United States of America. So we should probably thank some producers before we uh, continue. Before we go back outside for another special report.
0: <laughs> go back outside for another special report for some bonehead. You know, when are they going to get over this model? What They don't have to have these guys out there. It's. It, they're it, it, trying it. to fake it.
2: Well, I think they're also trying to sell us red jackets. I mean, I, I really want to go out and buy one now. It does look... And Wolf Blitzer sitting in front of this green screen with his jacket on. I mean, dude, do you know you're a douchebag? Do, you, do you not realize that? You're in the studio in front of a green screen with your red jacket on. Please.
0: And by the way, I love Bloomberg's had his press conference. He says, if you're told, you're told to evacuate, you have to, or you're, you're breaking the law. Breaking the law. At well, least having people evacuate from, I guess, the, the ugh, it was ridiculous. Mm. I don't even think, well, anyway. So, uh, meanwhile, of course, I was watching Sky, so.
2: Yes, well, is there anything you want to, did you get a No, clip no, I think Sky? we should
0: do our producers, and then we can go on. Okay. I got a couple clips for a while. Groovy, groovy. So we do have some executive producers. We want to thank for today's show three three four, including Matthew Carey, Sir Matthew Carey. In fact, most of our knights came up for uh, re-election here. It seems Eastwood, South Australia. I should uh, complete my second knighthood. Uh, can I request a birthday call out on show three 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 to Josh Carey? I don't know. Did we do yeah, that? I'm pr-
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Pretty sure. Yeah, we, we did. did. We
0: carried yeah. it forward. Yeah, uh, who turns eleven years old this week? It uh, was from. He gave that last week. Yeah, uh, David Hoffman, uh, Sir David Hoffman of Enola, Pennsylvania, three thirty four. He's a member of the three thirty four club. Well, wait a minute. Uh-oh. We have a we have two members of the three thirty four club, and the other one is Baron von Pelsmackers from Belgium, saying the following: Seeing how donations usually drop off to virtually none following <laughs> a big donation drive. I should have a good chance to be the sole member of the three thirty four club.
2: We came very close, and uh, but actually, I'm very happy that he's sharing that with uh, Sir David Hoffman. It's the yeah, Baron, you got two knights. Yeah, the Baron and the Knight. It's a yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. These guys understand w- how it works. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it
0: falls off. We, in fact, we have no associate executive producers this week. Jake Rock, East Kilbride, South Lan- Lanarkshire. Really. Uh, Jake rock in the morning again, uh, John and Adam, sh- the donation for three thirty-three thirty-three is payment in advance for helping me fix the mistake of inadvertently using my real name and show 300 <laughs> in return for p- replacing my name with my alias, Jake rock in the show notes for episode 300. I give you this donation. All right.
2: Oh. So I have to go back and change that on 300. Okay. All right.
0: Oh, and this donation along with my earlier 300 club and 333 donation should bring me with the magic one penny of getting my knight who could really appreciate it if you could help me out throwing the pen. Well, there it is.
2: Yeah, and he'll uh, he'll be knighted today.
0: And he gave us another <laughs> two. See, now I got to check to make sure this may or may not have been uh, or this may be the earlier donation uh for 33333 330, because it's got a different note on it. So then we have parlor hote I would say oat oat He's from Quebec. The Oat. Quebec. Oat. Longue. Oat. 333. Uh, 33. And we'll find out more, more about him. So parley. Says Parley. Parley haute Parley haute Eh, whatever. We'll, we'll have to deal with... Uh, it is advertising. Quebecois uh, yes. buddy. All right. Uh, those are our executive producers. We have no associate executive producers for today's show. So Pelsmakers was correct. We got a little drop off here, but do want to thank these executives for helping us
2: out on show three three
0: four.
3: Dvorak.org dot org slash
2: na, and uh, then we have uh, also short on uh, PR help here. Actually, uh, I do want to call out uh, John Gabriel Bolland the uh, Second, who has been putting. Uh, he's actually been purchasing billboards in game in the game social district. Um. He has a lot of people see this. He says uh, about 20,000 people come through the world. A couple thousand will see it at least. And he sent me some screenshots, which look very cool. And uh, he has a, a song. Uh, you should look for this Johnny B and the Dirty Hippies called uh, The Government, um, which <laughs> it, which is and it's, it's kind of like raw punk rock. You should listen to it. Johnny B and the Dirty Hippies. Uh, and he says it's available everywhere fine and shitty digital music is sold. Uh, then the only other PR mention um warondeception.net now forwarding to noagendashow.com. Uh he also has uh warondeception.com which actually seems like a pretty good uh, a pretty good domain name to have. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And uh, we know bullshit.com, which, uh, okay, it's uh, also uh, forwarding to com. We highly appreciate uh, that work that you have done. Uh, we will not receive a Guinness World Book of Records for it. However, uh, it does help with, in some regard, we're sure. <laughs> we're pretty confident of it. People do seem to like it. Everyone else out there, you can always help us by going out and doing this important thing propagating our formula.
6: Our formula is this we go out, we hit people in the mouth.
2: people say it down shut, shut up, up slaves john I, i'd like to uh, just ask you a question before we uh, get into uh, uh, more meat of the show here um this is a technology question you are the resident uh, technology expert techno expert and, te- to you te- yeah techno expert to me in fact uh, uh you know steve jobs stepped down Uh, as CEO uh, this past week. A lot of people talking about it, so if you could indulge me, please. Uh, We'd like now to go to uh, John C. Dvorak, who is uh, going to give us the lowdown on Steve Jobs. Uh, John, uh, why did Steve Jobs step down? Because the storm was slashing against his house.
0: (laughs) So, uh... Well, I, if anyone wants to get my take on this, you can read the Market Watch column that ran on Friday this week.
2: Can you tell us what, and, what's in it or is it like, yeah, is just like tell you a what's teaser? In it. What it yeah. is
0: is that I was convinced or I'm still convinced that, that you know Steve hasn't really done anything there since January. And Tim Cook was sitting there as acting CEO. And Tim knows that if Steve Jobs dies or something happens and he's acting CEO,
2: He's out. So you don't think this has anything to do with his uh, health? I mean, I've heard people... I don't think his
0: health has changed that much. I I think it has to do with his health, the fact that he hasn't been working since January. Right. But this this move right now was done to keep Steve... Uh, tim cook at the company because they want him to be the ceo or steve wants him to be the ceo and if and 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 i'm telling you you work with boards you know that this would happen if the guy's acting ceo and steve jobs died let's say Mm -hmm. the first thing that happens a board meeting and they say well what are we going to do should we keep tim cook i don't know let's look around why take a chance let's promote al gore and they would put al gore or some (laughs) other idiot in as the ceo and tim cook would be gone the other thing is you can't if a guy is acting ceo every but he's probably headhunting him, saying, right. why don't you come over to right. Google or come or do this, do that. And so you have to make a decision. You can't keep a guy's acting CEO and expect him to either stick around or stay after something bad happens. See, and I, that's I, I, I think it's I all think, about. It's about Tim Cook, not Steve Jobs. Really?
2: Okay. I have a different take on this. And uh, this uh, different take came to me after I heard uh, Bloomberg News interviewing co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, um, who, uh, you know, doesn't... I don't think he talks to Jobs a lot. You know, he actually kind of admits that. Like, you know, maybe they'll see each other at some kind of Apple event from time to time. Uh, but he said something very interesting about Steve Jobs. And I'd like you to listen to this, and I will give you my uh, my take on the real reason for Steve Jobs uh, resigning.
10: You know, wanting to build things. We had
9: different wants in life in the end. And he did want to have a successful company. And he had a lot of ideas. He must have read some books that really were his guide in life, you know. And I think... Um, <laughs> Tom, Atlas Shrugged might have been one of them that he mentioned back then. But they were his guide for oh. life as to how to <laughs> make a now, difference
2: in them. Now, if you have ever read the book Atlas Shrugged, then you will know. At a I certain, a,
0: as you know I read the book.
2: At a certain point, CEOs of companies start disappearing, and they, of course, go to reboot society in Galt's Gulch. Uh. By So he is the first one to go. Who's next? And we're keeping our eye on this developing story. You can't blame that. You can't tell me that's not a a very valid theory.
0: Oh please!
2: If Steve Jobs, if he—it's
0: not even a theory. It's
2: bullcrap. You you watch. We'll we'll see who goes next. We'll see. You know, we've got these CEOs everywhere starting to—they're a bit disingenuous, but they're starting to revolt. Saying, They're hey, all
0: douchebags. Very few of them are going to revolt about anything.
2: I think that uh, Steve Jobs is one of the few guys who was not a douchebag, and I think he's actually oh. he's off to reboot society in gulch gulch. Oh
0: brother! You're supposed to save this stuff for the second half of the
2: show. <laughs> no, wait until we get to that.
8: <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, so I'm watching Sky, and Sky is uh, which is a British uh, television the satellite. We got a. A link to a nice, a nice unauthorized feed, and uh, I,
2: you know, I don't think I got that link.
0: Yeah, you, you, you were cc'd on the email. Oh, okay. So anyway, and it comes in beautiful. It's HD. It's a, it's a full feed with all the ads. In fact, just to show you the kind of advertising, you, you know, you know, we've talked about this before. In fact, I'll do this as a quiz. You can always kind of figure out who's watching some station by the advertising. So if you're, you know, watching a show and it's all for a bunch of, you know, male diapers or something, you figure that the audience yeah. is a little old. Yeah. So, you know, you, so who do you think advertises on Sky?
2: Um, let me think. It's either going to be Legos because <laughs> they go they skew very very young or uh depends. No, no,
0: but it's—I think it's a more interesting kind of an itchy, scratchy audience. Why don't you play who advertises on Sky? When
11: Tom had head lice, I was mortified. (laughs) Luckily, my pharmacist recommended Full Mark Solution. No pesticides or nasty smells. It's clinically proven to kill lice in just ten minutes. Killing lice couldn't be simpler or quicker.
2: Full Marks for Full Mark Solution so uh does this mean hobos watch sky
0: <laughs> i don't know but they have
2: lice <laughs> people with lice watching sky
0: <laughs> so anyway the uh though the other one they had that was an ad they had a house ad on sky uh which was this uh let's see so play the lady boys ad you, you, you get a kick out of this
2: ah i love me some lady boys all these women were born boys
7: It's the old saying, the best looking women in Thailand
11: aren't That's a part of me, and that's a part of my brain
10: Just can't believe it's here It's just unbelievable
11: Welcome to the sex change capital of the world Before
4: I knew that there was a difference between little girls and little boys I thought, i was a lot of girls
12: all you ever want for your children, be happily married
11: it's something she's not familiar with She was another dumb girl I was completely surprised Join us as we lift the lid on the lives of ladyboys Monday at 10 on Sky Living HD
2: yeah, so you've never. So that's, that's <laughs> the other audience. No, but okay, you,
11: have, so. you, have, you have to understand that,
2: um, the. I did a, a documentary in Thailand, and part of the documentary was about this whole ladyboys and the sex tourism. And I will say that it is predominantly British tourists who go to, uh, to Thailand to have sex with ladyboys. Well, that's because they're advertising. In England. <laughs> and you know what? They're advertising dollars or pounds are paying off right there. It's proof. It's working. Yeah, it's the, working.
0: The emphasis on the word pound. Yeah. So, uh, so here's the type the typical. This they're still covering wall to wall that you watch it. And it's like cricket, 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 Libya, uh, Libya, 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 cricket, Libya, cricket, Libya, cricket, Libya, Libya. There's no you know, anything else. Well, going they don't on have it. a
2: hurricane. That's why. No hurricane. Yeah. At least it's not within their uh, their audience uh, demo.
0: So cold-blooded murders is like uh, the clip to play right now. This is, the, this is the big story going on.
12: Correspondent Stuart Ramsey shows the result of the massacre, including disturbing pictures of burned bodies and skeletons. You may not want to watch, especially with children, but we feel it's important the evidence is seen. Those pictures begin 20 seconds into his report.
11: Only as the rebels push into the southern heart of Gaddafi's support in Tripoli is the true picture of this regime's capability for violence becoming apparent. In a burnt out warehouse, they showed us how awful it could be. Still smoldering, the bodies of 53 people, civilians, we are told, murdered in cold blood as the first news spread that Gaddafi's Bab compound was falling. Now, um,
2: a couple of things. These were black Africans, uh, and uh, they were black before they were burned, which uh, would mean that they were part of Gaddafi's uh guard and not the rebels and many of them had their hands tied behind their back suggesting that they were executed and then burned uh so this is a this this, this, and you know i've seen the guy walking amongst the field of the of the burned bodies and then in the tunnels it's it stinks i mean literally but also figuratively yeah now, also from-
0: this guy in cold, you know, they're talking about cold blood. And meanwhile, they have a bunch of people. My, my wife pointed this out and like, if you're in Oakland and somebody and there's a drive by shooting, you can't get the media can't get anyone to say anything. No, you know, you're just not talking. You're not going to put yourself on a TV. These these Libyans that are, you know, they were obviously many of them are just told to come on. I think a lot of them are agency people. They come on and they tell a long-winded story about, well, this is what's going on, that's what's going on. They reveal themselves. It doesn't make any sense in a situation like this where there's a bunch of corpses everywhere.
2: I saw, uh, and I was not watching our special private feed from Sky, but I got a clip from Sky. I got a, I got a couple of things that just really made me chuckle. Uh, so this is a, a reporter from Sky. And by the way, they're all being handed out these same helmets that look kind of like... The kind of like Nazi war helmets that uh,
0: the the, the British are wearing. These wearing full regalia.
2: Yeah, but but it's almost like you know the Harley Davidson. If you want to be if you want to be a cool dude,
0: weird. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a big thick helmet. Yeah,
2: but with with the ear sides that pop out, it it just looks like a Nazi helmet. And uh, and then you know full flak jackets and everything, and no markings. By the way, also interesting. No markings. You know, there's just someone handing them out to these fake reporters. Now this woman is from Sky, and she's interviewing a guy who apparently has Gaddafi's hat, gold chain, and like his. Uh, well, she'll explain what he's holding, and he, and I, of course, immediately Google for Gaddafi's hat, and it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, it might, it might kind of look like it, but it's it's, it could it's
0: be a souvenir. Yeah, we it, actually
2: souvenir I, hat. Yeah, let's just listen. It's just funny how this guy and this guy perfect English. Uh, praising God, not Allah, whatever.
12: I'm next to uh, Mr. Al-Windi, who has Colonel Gaddafi's hat.
2: Why is it Mr. Al-Windy, by the way? He's a, he's a dude.
12: On his head, a Colonel Gaddafi's. Well, I don't know what you call this, but it's a sort of uh, uh, thing a, thing a masonic
2: sort of um, bushy thing yeah. that he. It's a masonic sort of bushy thing, John. Uh, do you know what a masonic sort of bushy thing is? A stick, a
12: stick. to throw around and Anna's necklace. Where have you been, Alundi? El- uh, well, I've been
5: in the Western uh, the Mountains since uh, four months ago. I was fighting.
2: This guy—he sounds like he was educated in Britain. Four months ago, troops in Kikla and other places. Don't they speak French more in Libya than uh, than English or Italian? Yeah. Why does? Yeah. Why does? He, why does he have a British accent? and parts yeah. of Libya
5: and now I this is the first day after four months from straggling against Gaddafi troops
2: I'm, I'm really now and all this so now we have 50 calibers going off in the background this reporter is not flinching because a it's a soundtrack that's added or B she knows it's all bullcrap
5: for from for this moment that, that the Libyans have waited for 42 years I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this to my dad uh, as a present because he used to,
2: he has suffered a lot from Gaddafi and Gaddafi policy.
5: Tell
13: me how you got the hat. And oh.
2: He- oh, I got it on eBay. All right. So uh, CNN, of course, not to be outdone by Sky. By they- the
0: way, I do want to say something. You, uh, you're right, because I have watched these reports. And if, somebody, if there's actually somebody firing a gun anywhere near one of these reporters, they do flinch. Yeah, but not on not, not As on this one. Would. Yeah,
2: not on this one. She's not looking at all. And later, it's a longer clip, but later in the clip is literally a salvo of fifty cow. She's like, "What is that Masonic sticky feather thingy?" Now, now, unfortunately, the live report um, of uh, this woman. Her name is. Uh, hold on a second. Let me find it for you. Just mm. CNN uh, reporter. And she, uh, no, I can't find it. She uh, uh, was um, right there when they discovered Gaddafi's RV. Did you see this? He had an no, r- I didn't get this one. <laughs> he had an RV. Yes, he was on his very own.
3: Hot pockets.
2: Ha- what brand? Ha- uh, well, it was American make. Uh, I couldn't quite tell. And, and, and so when they did it live, it was funnier. But she then went back and did another report, which is available on CNN.com.
13: The fighting around the Tripoli International Airport does continue, but rebels say they are making gains, and they point to this as evidence. A mobile home that they say they just captured from Gaddafi's farm, located around 15 minutes from here. Now they said as they entered, they did encounter some resistance, there were some firefights, but they said they've begun to comb through this sprawling, sprawling,
2: now first of all, Firefight. There's not a bullet hole in the thing. It's perfect. It looks beautiful. You know, what resistance? There's no no bullet holes that are apparent in this report. John, how exciting is this that we found Gaddafi's RV? Let's go find some evidence.
13: Farm complex, and they've brought this to show to the other rebel fighters. Now, it does seem to be in fairly good condition. There are a few uh, boxes back here with almonds. Oh,
2: almonds, almonds. We... (laughs) Butter.
13: There's water. a toilet that is Fully functional it,
2: I, In fact I pooped on it just minutes ago It works
13: And then in the kitchen Everything seems to be packed away But a fully equipped kitchen There was a water in the refrigerator water. As well oh. Oh. Yep. There's sheets on both beds In the bedrooms <laughs> Rebels were speculating That perhaps Gaddafi had Spent a night here recently There's On those sheets
2: and he pooped in the functioning toilet and drank some water from the fridge?
13: There's absolutely no way to, to verify that at this stage. Then they pulled this out, your toiletries kit that contains items for men and for women. And ah. in the back here, they'd uh, earlier showed us a gas mask that, that ah. they say they found. There's also your other uh, basic things inside this second uh, toilet and shower. And then in the back, <laughs> like toilet paper, is the main living room area so this goes on for three this is minutes
2: ridiculous three minutes now the thing that killed me that they didn't have in in this canned report is so she's and she speaks fluent arabic by the way and she's kind of hot she, she's you know, blonde hot 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 and uh and so she's doing like you know this of course with a much more intense like we're in uh, gaddafi's rv and a guy comes up with a crutch a crutch and he says something in Arabic, and she says something back. This apparently is a crutch used by Gaddafi, which could indicate that he is injured. Wait a minute, but he's not. The crutch is in the RV. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's insane. It's just insane. Now, the real news, of course, that happened is the... Uh, oh, my goodness. This guy. Uh, of course, we have the, uh, the NTC, the, Nas- the National Tran- Transitional uh, Council... The uh, media minister came out and uh, gave a report. Now, the media minister of Libya, uh, who, by the way, uh, operates out of Washington, <laughs> this is this is the guy who's going to be the new government or the temporary government of Libya. The guy lives in Washington, and listen to how you know they chose a fine guy to be uh, to be media minister.
14: We have. 30,000 ton, metric ton, of gasoline will start to distribute
2: it. Can you believe this? This is their media guy? This is the guy this they the chose? This is the media guy? This is the media guy. You oh, gotta, brother. And at the end, of course, the most important
14: information is handed out. To the public starting today, we have diesel fuel will be arriving after tomorrow the fuel. To uh, uh, Support the electricity Powers Which would be essential after that To not only support the city But support Also uh, The water supply what? Uh, Also uh, We are going to provide Within two days uh, Fuel The gas for, for cooking cooking
2: Cooking, cooking. All right, so that's all the bull crap that no one cares about. Now let's get to the oil refinery, shall we? Let's get back to the real thing this is about. Let's get back to the oil uh, systems that will come back online so everybody except the Chiners can go in and get their share.
14: And we are working hard to reactivate the Zavia refinery. We had a meeting last day with all the relatives' partners, and we hope to hear the good news about that.
2: Now, I guarantee you this guy is not going to be media minister for long. Hillary Clinton will not stand for this. It's like, dude, get someone in there who can speak English and can communicate. This is not sounding good. No, it doesn't
0: sound good at all. I have a clip from this one of these reports uh, that I thought was weird. Play em- envelopes of cash.
2: Hmm, Okay.
1: Here we go.
12: Uh, ...where they are shelling the absolute downtown centre to try to drive out the last of Gaddafi's forces.
3: NATO bombing had opened
0: the way to a 20-mile advance. In a few hours, their top commander was
14: able to declare a local victory, the last stepping stone before cert. And now... So we are moved almost uh, 25 kilometers ahead. Uh, Jawad is now under We don't means, but the uh, forces force to make extensive fire on the area. So
12: more heavy
11: weapon, it's essential for the rebels to keep their momentum up as they approach what they hope will be their final battle.) <laughs>
0: A businessman arrived from Dubai to give fighters a morale boost.
5: Envelopes
0: of cash.
5: (laughs) Hey, hey,
2: it's noagendashow.com. It's dvorak.org slash blog. Slash (laughs) N-A. Sorry. So if
0: you listen to the uh if you listen to that whole report it's first of all they're trying to move into Cert Circa CIRTA, whatever that little town is
2: Cert and yeah. so they
0: they they say that the NATO bombers bombed the crap out of the, the path so yeah. they could get there because they couldn't walk by themselves, I guess. Yeah, that's...
2: that's
7: and that's, so,
0: then, so they bombed the crap out of them, and then these guys, they show up, the background is just a bunch of artillery guys just shooting in the air. Boom, boom, boom. You know, they're trying to supposedly shell... The, why, are they, why are they shelling the downtown for? They're killing civilians?
2: I also saw a report, uh, another one of these tight shots, and, you know, a nondescript reporter, and... Uh, you know, is like uh, oh the that that artillery you hear in the background is uh, it's just uh, just people celebrating. You don't think it could be someone shooting at the carpet bombing? It's this. Uh, it's it, um, thank you, darling. It's so nice to see that people have actually uh, rented Wag the Dog from Netflix because uh, there are so many similarities and the uh, and but it, but it really is a, a a PR war that is just hilarious. William Haig, the uh, minister of foreign the secretary of foreign affairs, what is he called uh, over there in uh, the in Gitmo Nation East? Is he because secretary of foreign affairs? Foreign secretary. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. Who's a hummer by the way. He hums. Uh so uh you know Gaddafi uh, allegedly has said, "Hey, uh, you know what?" Uh let's uh, let's make a deal here. Let's uh, transition into something. And uh, this guy just says, "Oh, that guy's delusional." Uh, the guy that uh, Tony Blair went to visit in his uh, in his tent just a couple of years ago. The guy that uh, John McCain sold weapons to and now the guy's delusional.
6: Well, I think the NTC uh, will certainly welcome negotiations. They've been conducting negotiations with tribes
2: around the city of Sirte to try to bring the violence to an end. Uh, but, of course, to frame that, uh, the idea of discussing a transition of power, is a bit late now. Uh, no. I referred a few days ago to no. uh, no. Colonel Gaddafi making delusional
4: statements, no. and no. this is another one of them. A transition of power is already taking place. Yeah, the-
2: so are you crazy? We're already taking over the place. We are in charge. Transitional Council Ministers are in Tripoli and
6: in
4: increasing control of the situation. (laughs) We just discussed the position on international recognition.
2: Yes, yes, international recognition. And you know what that means, John. Uh, I have done some research. The IOM is now... Well, there's two things. First of all, the UN may send in a police force. Uh, They're actually saying... they're saying police force. Is this Miller Band? No, that was uh, William Hague. 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 Yeah, Hague. Uh, so, uh, coming from uh, Ban Ki moon, there is an urgent need to put an end to conflict, restore order stability. I'll agree that if Libyan authorities request, we should be prepared to uh, develop police capacity. Bearing in mind, country are washed with small arms. Okay, Ban Ki moon. So, we're sending in the blue helmets. This is uh, just like the Kosovo. You bomb everything from the air, then you send in the UN troops. It's like, like fractal. Hold on, where's my fractal jingle? Anyway, it's a fractal. Uh, But here's the the big fractal. Everyone is now talking about the IOM going in. And I did some research on the intergovernmental organization known as the IOM. You can find it at IOM.int. And uh, this is the uh, International Organization for Migration. What these guys do is they organize the elections. They organized the elections in Afghanistan. They organized the elections in Iraq. Did you know that if you are an expat of, uh, uh, let's say, when Afghanistan had their elections, if you were an expat and you were living in America, you got to vote? Did you know that?
0: Well, let's go repeat that sentence.
2: Okay. So, first of all, the International Organization on Migration is uh, and it's, it's a it's United Nations uh, organization. They, org- they do a lot of things, but the main thing they do is they organize elections in these countries that have risen and requested democracy. OK? So that's, that's what this organization does. Now, in Iraq, as in Afghanistan, when they held elections, if you are an Afghani or an Iraqi living abroad, an expat oh OK. say in Britain or in the United States, you are allowed to vote. That's weird. <laughs> that doesn't sound but if right. Living,
0: if you're if you're American living in Paris and we have an election here, you're allowed to vote.
2: Yeah, I know, but this is like this is a little. This is, you know, we had people were like did they had to dip their finger in ink when they voted in Britain? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. So this thing is, uh, you know, the Karzai government loves them. It's just it, this, it's such a, it's such an easy to to read script once you step back from it. And you see how it how it works, and uh, I'll wind up. Uh, and then we need to move on to Syria. Uh, the BBC now, uh, I guess they finally they had to catch up on our uh, no agenda episodes. And they finally uh, also kind of have to admit that whole Viagra thing was bullcrap.
3: Libya is a unique opportunity for propaganda because the Qaddafi regime maintained such an information vacuum. That is, no independent press, people afraid to talk candidly on the phone, so many street informants that it's dangerous to even talk candidly on the street or in cafes. In that atmosphere, there's a real opportunity for other parties to throw up their own stories. Anybody can say anything.
14: In your piece, you say that the rebels have offered their own far-fetched claims like mass rapes by loyalist troops issued tablets of
3: Viagra. That is definitely one of the most lurid bits of propaganda to come out of this. Uh, I don't think there has ever been any evidence of systematic or mass rapes by either side in this conflict. And I heard those claims being repeated at very high levels by the West. And what that goes to show is that even NATO is not immune to indulging in a little bit of uh, propaganda. You know, they, they have a, an uncorroborated and slightly outlandish report. Little but bit. they'll grab it if it helps to drum up support at home and among... Uh, The Libyan people uh, for their cause
2: and by the way it was Obama it was the president of the international criminal court it was Hillary Clinton these people should be ashamed of themselves they should come out and say we were wrong about that we can't believe we used rape rape as a tool to, uh, to propagate an agenda of a no fly zone which turns into carpet bombing for possible Al Qaeda members to take over a country
0: by the way, you notice that he did make the point that the Libyan uh, uh, sociology was that people were afraid to talk candidly. Yet, we see these people on the, on the other end of a microphone speaking fairly decent English, <laughs> yeah. yakking away about this and that.
2: I'd also like to, thank all Reb- I'd like to thank all Libyan rebels for painting graffiti in English. That's very helpful for us here. Uh, I really appreciate yeah, another one. I really appreciate that. And English graffiti. And there was a. And English signs, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And something, there was a really good one. Uh, this is from the Washington Post. Uh, I got to read this to you. This, uh, I guess it's the reporter, caught a picture of a Libyan rebel wearing an American University uh, t shirt, the Eagle Blue Crew shirt. Which is like, I guess, you only get if you're on the rowing team. <laughs> and there's this picture of a Libyan rebel wearing the American University T-shirt. I mean, isn't the American University like the Spook University?
0: No, it's one of many.
2: Uh huh. It's just like wow.
0: So, well, you might as well. Every once in a while, you like to throw it in your face and yeah. see if you <laughs> just, just see if you're paying attention. See if
2: just to see if you're awake. Now, of course, we have to move on to Syria. And uh, there was some Syrian news. You had to look hard for it <clears throat> because, of course, uh, the report. You know, we had reporters eating poop, and uh, and reporters with guys flashing their butts. You know, which is all very entertaining. Um, the United Nations uh, Security Council had a meeting uh, on whether to impose sanctions against Syria's leadership over the crackdown. Uh, the UN says more than two thousand two hundred people have been killed in the violence. Wow, it's going down this number. I thought it was like. 10,000, then 6,000. Uh, buried in this uh, report, the UN Security Council is split over whether to impose actions because the team, the first that Syria has allowed in in since a deadly crackdown on protests began in March, said there was no countrywide humanitarian crisis. Hmm. That's interesting. The way it's being brought, you'd think there was. So they have put together, what do you need, John? Uh, first we have to we got to start all the fear mongering. Lucifer Clinton does that. Then what do you need? You need, uh, oh yes, you need a, a council. That's what you need, because you need, uh, you know, who's going to who's going to be the new government? So they have a council. Uh, they announced that uh, two days ago. It is the uh, the Syrian National Council, and I could almost not find uh, any information about any of the guys on this council except for one, Luai Safi, and he has a blog. Luis, oh, of course the council also has a blog you want to take a look at the the council blog
0: yeah where is it whether well, you the u r l
2: national dot com oh wait a minute i'm sorry yeah there's two of them it's kind of confusing it's it's confusing as to who who uh, here it is it's the uh uh i don't think that's i think that's the fake one like the other non fake one uh i can't uh i think it's uh
0: well, I got the National Council of Syria. That's, dot com, yeah, that's not the right one, I don't think. It's got a United Nations link. Oh, yeah. The National Council of Syria, the UN Media. It's got a media link, and it's got the National Council link.
2: So, um, this council operates from Turkey, and they first started talking about this council on July 17th. Who was in Turkey on July 17th?
0: Uh, probably Lucifer, wasn't That's she?
2: Right, Lucifer Clinton was there. So she's been in on this Syria game, of course, from day one, setting up the council. So there's only one guy that I can find, Luay Safi. L O U A Y Safi. He has his own uh, website. And uh, this guy is very interesting. He, uh, let me see, do I, I think I have a clip from uh, Luay Safi? And, uh, well, this... Because uh, he also, of course, speaks on... Uh, he's been he's been a, a shill for BBC, NBC, CNN for uh, many, many years. Let's see where he's hanging out.
12: Now speak uh, to our guest, I Safi. He's the chairman of the Syrian American Council, and he joins us now from Washington.
2: Oh, yes, right. He's in Washington. That's where he operates from. <laughs> These guys are all in Washington. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, the website for... Uh, uh, the, the council is registered in Annapolis, Maryland. It's like, it's just, the, it's, it's the whole, the same script all over again. Actually, I have that, here's, a, here's the clip of Lucifer with the uh, Syrian council from the 17th.
11: The Syrian opposition came to force Bashar al-Assad to step down and establish a new united body to govern Syria. Hundreds of Islamists and liberals held crunch talks in Istanbul, the main sticking point, whether to form a transition government or wait to see how the Syrian uprising unfolds. For now, they've agreed to set up a council to represent Syrian dissidents in exile. U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton commended the meeting of the Syrian opposition during her visit to Turkey.
8: The serious future is up to the Syrian people, but of course uh, the efforts by the
5: opposition to come together, to organize, to be able to articulate uh, an agenda
8: are an important part of political reform.
11: In Syria, anti-regime protests show no signs of abating. Some of the largest demonstrations took place on Friday in Damascus. Despite the bloodshed, protesters have their eyes firmly fixed on a revolution. Yay! As the conference took place in Istanbul, another was planned to run in the Syrian capital. But this was cancelled after security forces killed 14 protesters in Damascus. Where the conference was scheduled to take place. Despite the deadlock, anti-regime activists are refusing to give up, with bigger protests indicating a resolution is far from sight.
2: So I'm trying to find uh, information about the other council members, and you can and it's very difficult with these Arabic names. Well,
0: uh, there, you can go to the Wikipedia Book of Knowledge, uh, and if you go to uh, the National Council of Syria page, yeah. there is a list of other Syrian opposition members. Yeah, and but it's a bunch
2: n- of- none of them are hot-linked. Yeah, no, these are all hot-linked. The names of the uh, of those dudes? Yeah. Okay, really? Yeah. Uh, let me see.
0: They're, they're all internally hotlinked, but they're here. I mean, Yasin al-Haj Saleh, a Syrian writer and I'm, I'm on I'm
2: on National Council of Syria page. I don't see that.
0: Oh, you're not on the right page. Go down to list of other Syrian opposition members
2: on that ah, page. Ah, okay. Well, this is not it. This is not it, because uh, my guy, uh, Safi, doesn't even show up on this list. Well, he may be a minor guy. I don't know. No, he's a minor guy. He's the spokesperson. He's, no, he's got a he's website. not on the list. <laughs> this is bull crap. No, no, no. Because if, if if you look at the council, um, go back to that page. Go back to the uh, National Council page. The names yeah. are listed underneath there. The names are Amit... Ramadan, which is like, please. Okay, he's not on the wiki page. I don't see his name on this National Council of Syria page. Yeah, the National dot com. You see that? Oh,
0: no, no, that. Yeah, yeah. okay. And I'm, you see, on, I'm on the wiki page.
2: So here's the press release. And you see from left to right, Ahmad Ramadan, Khaled Hassaleh, Hassan Hashimi, Lovai Safi, that's the guy that I could find, Abdul Basid Sida, Adip Shaskila, and Hassan Salabi. Now, I'm on the front page of the National
0: Council of Syria.com. Where are these names? Okay, you see the p- three big
2: pictures? You're on no,
0: nation- National National Council of. The oh,
14: okay.
2: okay, click on the link National Council. Duh. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's a different page. You see this? You see, this is from the. They did this uh, uh, press, press conference it's like the in tea Turkey. Party. Yeah, they did it in Turkey, which is where, you know, all good Syrians go to uh, build a council. And then there are the names. These are the guys. But that's not on the... Uh, gee, do you think the Wikipedia could be wrong? It's probably more
0: right <laughs> than wrong in this case.
2: <laughs> it's a mess. It's just one big mess. Well,
0: then the joke of it, of course, is the New York Times, in today's paper, yep. has a big article about how... And this, I think, is very funny how Iran is saying, hey, you yeah. guys.
2: Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Ixnay on the uh, on the Eble array. You know, like, chill out. We don't want to be next.
0: Yeah, they know <laughs> that. So they're trying to get Syria to knuckle under. Just quit.
2: <laughs> Stop that, will you? What was the actual quote? Uh, Iran called on the government in Damascus to recognize its people's legitimate, legitimate, in quotes, <laughs> quote, legitimate, unquote, demands on Saturday. Yeah, of course, Iran's like, oh, dude, we don't want, we don't want the no-fly zone. We don't want the rebels. Uh.
0: So what happens if this Syrian guy takes the hint and realizes, I mean, how dumb are these guys? He's got to look at the situation and say, look, I'm being targeted. I got to get out of here. I quit. What if somebody does that and it puts a wrench in the work? Are they going to just fake the whole thing that he didn't quit? He's on the run. I mean, what are they going to do to make it so that this can happen so they can keep going to the path to Persia?
2: Well, why don't we uh, uh, look at the script? The script is... Uh, more uh, unconfirmed video footage of atrocities. That's part one. Then we have, of course, Lucifer will come out and say something. Obama will come out and say something. We've kind of had that. Now we need the UN resolution for a no-fly zone. Then we go bomb the crap out of him. Then this guy will go out and hide in some elaborate place, and then we'll uh, go find all his riches, that were and he was screwing all the normal people for years. And then uh, we take over. Only this time, I believe we, we're going we have have to have take r- his money. Don't, don't forget oh, we've that. already we've already taken his money. We've already done oh. that. We've taken the money. We got the money. That's so we're cool. done. Uh, we've got everything except this time. Just that, yeah.
0: Okay. So we had to first. We got to our no fly zones now consist of carpet attack, carpet
2: bomb. <laughs> yeah, it says it right there. No fly zone, carpet bomb. Uh, but the Russians have to be on board this time, and this is where it gets interesting because I I really the more I think about it the more it seems logical that the, the, the Ruskis and the Chiners are not liking each other anyway, but that uh, you know we, we're just kicking the Chiners out, and the Russians who have this naval base in Syria are going to be kind of on board with us. It just makes sense.
0: We're probably going to give them the whole country. We don't want them. No, they
2: got no oil or anything. How's that for an idea? We,
0: we, we take it over, give it to the Russians to run it, And because they got the island, they got the uh, Cyprus, they got the, uh, they'll have the base, they can have Syria, and then we'll move on to our next target, and that'll, and the Russians can do whatever they want. We
2: don't care. You want to call the next target? I think it's not Lebanon, I think. I think think Lebanon is the one we're supposed to be looking at. It's too soon for Iran. We're not ready.
0: That's going to be a tough
2: one to do. Can Can you imagine if we were in charge of this? (laughs) <laughs> hey, John, how about Lebanon? Oh, man, that's going to suck. On, man. Hey, man, can we get some techno experts in there? Like, do some Twitter stuff? and Like, we need some Facebook pages, man. I'm going to
0: call Algeria.
2: Algeria? Really? Yeah. I don't think that was on the uh, General Wesley Clark's path to Persia.
0: It might have been, and he may have just forgotten about it by the time he told that story.
2: No, because he also put, you know, this uh, list is also in his
9: book, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, Wesley Clark has a book. So well, just- we should
0: play, play that clip again yeah. as a reminder yeah, to the...
9: let's do that, yeah. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon, and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and, and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz. I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who used, used to work for me, and one of the generals called me in. He said, sir, you've come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, you, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. (laughs) He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So, uh, I said, well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like, we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments." And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, "I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, I meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out Seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and, Iraq, and then Syria, Lebanon, Syria, Lebanon, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran.
2: Okay, so uh, I, I think uh, after he said after Syria comes Lebanon.
0: Okay, I'm looking at the list. It's it's Iraq i guess if you're going to count uh, iraq syria lebanon which is would, would libya make, we already got libya we got iraq libya, we got libya somalia sudan now the thing i see the problem the reason i'm saying algeria hmm. is because i think as a as a misdirection first we've got tunisia and egypt we haven't those aren't even on his list
2: Yeah, you're right yemen yeah you're right in, not, in yemen well, t- tunisia uh, so i think was, was tunisia was just a mistake i mean we didn't do that
0: well to me tunisia was the, was the was the uh initiation point
2: yeah but that's why we took advantage of it but tunisia yeah, no, i think I, just I, happened we took advantage yeah. of
0: that we wanted to test the test the, the the operation so we did egypt yeah
2: oh that was just that was just a beta i think so <laughs> which is why it's all messed up now because we didn't have no transitional national council Right. Uh-huh. Okay. We knew what, we knew what the that.
0: mistakes were, and who cares about Egypt? It's a big old country. They can take care of themselves. And uh, then we have, I so I still think we're still working on these schemes, because mm. Syria, I mean, the, 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 and Libya is, you know, a mess. So I, I really think Algeria is going to be targeted, but okay. I, I could no, be wrong. Maybe no, they're no. just going to go around the horn, go to Somalia, take care of that. Right. Sudan, I guess, is part of it. I don't know what they're going to do about Ethiopia. Not nah, let them eat cake. Because Ethiopia is between Sudan and Somalia, so there's got to be something going on there. And right across from Yemen, and right by your Stargate. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it's, 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 I'm, I'm going to stick with Algeria as a long shot. Okay,
2: well, I'm, I think Lebanon, you go for Algeria. It doesn't really matter, as long as there's some brown people in the sand that we can kill. That's.
0: I think Lebanon, <laughs> I'm looking at the map, and I, I see Lebanon as something you can just skip.
2: It just, uh, uh, Algeria, uh, brown people.
0: Well, i all of the area down there. Good. Brown. People, good. So, you know, good. we could, carp- uh, we could no fly. I mean,
2: carpet bomb. I mean, no fly. <laughs> Don't send us your, your water or blanket. Send us your carpet bomb. That's, that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> and now back to real. Movies. I always love me a good two to the head story, John. And uh, of course, uh, this one's very interesting. A uh, gentleman I've uh, known and worked with for uh, many years uh, passed away just a few days ago. I uh, didn't hear about it until this morning. Frank DeLeo uh, died at age 63. You know who Frank DeLeo is? Uh, rings a bell. Some say DeLeo, some say DeLeo. He was uh, Michael Jackson's manager. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, he uh, he managed several other people. He actually got fired, and he was uh, Jackson's manager again uh, during the period when uh, Michael Jackson was setting up the, well, he wasn't. say was being forced into the 50 dates at uh, the O2 Arena, and when he uh, was killed, as uh, as I we have not confirmed. And I'm like, wow, you know, uh, DeLeo was certainly. If if you see, he was kind of like one of the old school mafia guys from the record business, and he it was. Uh, if you've never seen him, you probably remember from some video or documentary somewhere. He was just kind of like. Big, heavy, kind of gangster-looking guy, and always had a huge cigar sticking out of his face. Big, big cigar. That was DeLeo. And uh, so 63 is pretty young uh, to die. Uh, And it was a massive uh, complications uh, during some heart thing. Well, here's the pertinent passage from uh, this article for his obituary. In January 2011, Leo revealed he was planning to write a book about his life in the music business, which would have included details about his wrangling with the executors of Jackson's estate. Quote, there's so much misinformation out there that I'm going to set the record straight once and for all. Unquote, he said. (laughs) Yep, that's exactly how it happens. (laughs) No, you're not.
0: You have to do what John Perkins did. Perkins actually wrote uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman and then re- relented from publishing it and made it clear because he was brought back into the company and he went back to work and then there was some change of management came along. The book was already, in the, already done. Some change of management came along and I pretty much you know, didn't fire him, but they wouldn't let him do his own thing anymore. Some young punks that didn't know what was going on, yeah. which is typical in a lot of these companies nowadays. And so he just walked, he walked and did, and the, and the book was put out so fast they couldn't stop him. So you don't go around bragging that you're going to bust everybody's
2: chops. No, that's how you get killed. You just do it. <laughs> you just do it. just do it. Just write it and do it. And give it to all your sysadmin friends so when you get that two to the head, it can be released. Anyway, I feel sad because uh, I bet you the guy had some good stuff going on there. But he had a lot oh, of he interesting things.
0: pretty thing. good... In the works. Let's
2: not forget we had uh, Michael Jackson's lawyer kill himself. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Daisy Duke's husband, Barbara Bach. He killed himself. Very successful entertainment lawyer. Shot himself in the backyard. That's what? Yes. <laughs> like, Makes I, sense. No, no suicide note. But let me go shoot myself in the backyard. Yeah. And this, uh, this is a very interesting. You know, you had actually uh, sent me. <clears throat> It actually sent me this uh what was it maybe two weeks ago, uh as we have always been tracking the Hollywood whackers, and I think this is a very good uh very good example of it. Uh this uh Russell Armstrong guy, this is uh one of the uh the I guess the recent ex husband of one of the housewives of Beverly Hills who uh hung himself. Russell right. Armstrong
0: last week, I
2: think. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out that uh, one of his business associates also killed himself. Right here in huh. Ma- Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Well, maybe
0: it was despondent.
2: It, it says Alan Schramm, business associate and friend of the late Real Housewives of Beverly Hills co-star, also killed himself just 24 hours after Russell was found dead. Mm. Coincidence? I think not. By the way, I don't think uh, Russell killed himself. I think it was self asphyxiation He was in all kinds of kinky crap. Because he was found hanging.
0: I think he was found hanging in this way. I, it's possible, but I, I think he. I think it was something's up.
2: Yeah, what's up is that it's, I probably bad Russian deals. This uh, I did research that we never talked about it, but Russell Armstrong did a deal with some Russian uh, dissident. Who has like a a uh, a drug clinic in Malibu? It's very weird. I mean, it's it's obvious that the Russian mob is running everything here in Hollywood. And you don't play by their game, you get killed. And this is why Ronnie Chasen got killed. This guy's got once again this Russell Armstrong. He's got ties to the Russian mob. That's every You just get killed. Stay out of it. The, Hollywood's a dangerous business. People, take my word for it.
0: Well, you wonder why people like uh, George Lucas and other the big money makers don't even live anywhere near Hollywood.
2: No, well, they're right now they're in the uh, in the in the truck in uh, Syria and in Libya. They're directing the show. You no, know, somebody is for sure. I, I think it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Tom Hanks is very tight with the Obamas. Tom, maybe yeah, he is. He's always visiting. Yeah, not just visiting. He's always showing his uh, his movies there. I think it's Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, and of course, you know, Clooney. Clooney may be going for some directorial credits.
1: I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that.
12: Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on
1: No Agenda in the
0: morning. I'd like to see some donations from Clooney. David Murkowski, uh, instead... From Gastonia, North Carolina, where they got whacked by the big hurricane. He's probably just swimming as we speak. $11.11. Thomas Nussbaum, Sir Thomas Nussbaum, or Nussbaum, from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Another area that was not only hurricaned, but uh, (laughs) earthquaked. A number eight for holes. Great seeing Adam and Mickey again in D.C. and bumping rings again. I uh, have to go, Irene is here, $111.11. <laughs> these guys that's are doing funny. these donations in real time. <laughs> I have to David go, Irene Taylor, is here, I like that. Carnes, <laughs> Queensland, uh, $100. ITM to you, a listener commissioned me to make a no-agenda ring for them out of gold. Oh. Here is part of the proceeds. Cheers, David Taylor. That's pretty cool.
2: Wait a minute, so who got that? Who got the... Uh, I don't know
0: say. We'll pretty, find out. That's pretty awesome. As yeah. we speak. James Briscoe, Bay Shore, New York, 6769. Greetings from Gitmo, Long Island with the LIRR down due to the storm. It feels high time to donate again. I'd like to remind you about the birthday wish for my love of my life that I asked for on 28th, over a month ago, with my 1,000 rupee donation. Hope you guys didn't forget, it's for Smita. I'm a bit sad I missed Adam when he swung by the air. He used to work at the New York Merck. So I'm not entirely a stranger to that arena. Thanks for the ferries. And a bit disappointed you didn't go to Manhattan. I figure quite a few people in the city would find it interesting due to the Z100 and MTV days I've only heard about. You guys should try to do that, have a dinner in Manhattan with us thing, which you tried some years ago. We should. Dinner in Manhattan we have with our five listeners in New
2: York. uh, We tried a Vegas uh, dinner, and uh, we never got enough people who were interested.
0: But it was the timing problem. Most of these people that listen to our show actually work for a living.
2: Well, not only that, but you know what? I, I don't want to leave anymore. I'm very happy staying at home, watching C-SPAN, watching com, collecting stuff, doing investigation. I don't want to go. I don't want to do stuff on the road. I hate it. I like being here in the command center. It's what I do. You too, John, I, as witness that you didn't come to any of the meetups because the hassle because you're doing the show and it's like and then you have a little bit of life in between we don't want to do that james
0: uh, that was by the way james briscoe in Bayshore, new york 6769 well i i think you're probably you're basically right but you do such a great job on the road that you got out there you were bump, bumping around i think it that you should once you get your sea legs back i think you're gonna you're gonna want to go back out i don't think so Alex Martinez in Mississauga, Ontario, sixty dollars. I'd like to get some karma for two things I want to happen by the end of the year. Thank you, Uncle John.
2: Okay, no
8: problem. You've got karma,
2: Uncle John. What are you, sugar daddy now? Carol
0: in uh, Market Drayton, Shropshire, UK. I'd like to mention, I'd like to mention for my birthday on September second. Thanks to you, it's a little harder for the government to dupe me,
10: <laughs>
0: Carol Shropshire,
2: Shropshire, UK. Guess what? You lose regardless, Carol. I mean, <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> you can't, you, you can't, they can't be duped, but they are going to come take your money.
0: Uh, Joe the Dish Slave in Stockton. Uh, mm-hmm. Double nickels on the dime once again from Joe the Dish Slave. Thanks for delivering the real news and getting the slaves thinking. Please fire some karma out for my mom and give a mention to my podcast, The
2: Ozone Nightmare. All right, Joe DeDishley's mom, bend over. Here it comes.
8: You've got karma.
0: Tomas Stromenger in Biberock, 52.99, 52.99. This is weird, because he gave 52.99, and then Mark codell in Alexandria, Virginia, gave 52.29. A These are fault.
2: codes that we don't understand.
0: Thanks for the great show. May I get uh, some karma? I'm looking for a piece of land to build on my own garden. Sorry.
8: You've got karma.
0: Yeah, build your own garden. Absolutely. That's, you might as well. While yeah. searching for a couple of weeks now, the properties offered so far were not the right ones. hope some karma helps me find the right ones soon. Uh, and then Mark Codell, 5229. Arthur Kessler in Acme, Alberta, $50. And uh, let's scroll down a little bit. Uh, Fernando Benito in Jersey City, New Jersey. Congratulations for this great show. I've been listening to you every week since June, so here's my modest first contribution, which will hopefully earn me a dedouching as as well well as a bit of karma for his birthday. Give him a double.
8: You've been dedouched. You've got karma. Tight. Tight.
0: That was good. That was one of your best. Uh, he's got a birthday uh, as well as for the human resources out there in the waterfront bracing for Irene's arrival. Uh, keep it going, guys. Really love what you're doing. And finally, uh, Peter Totes in Sugarland, Texas,
2: $50. So a tad light, but thankfully, thankfully we had uh, some great uh, support from uh, our knights and the Baron, so we do appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. How do we make it clear to people that uh, that supporting the show is is like the only way that the show is going to continue I don't understand how it's because it's, 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 it's still just the summer months right that's it
0: well August is the worst month of the world ever yeah. and uh, I think it'll pick up a little bit we could you there's a lot of people that are listening and they're just still thinking well, why it's a great show and if it goes away because I don't donate uh, i 'll find something else to do, uh, although I have to say if somebody 's listening to the show routinely daily, especially if they 're using it as a commuter thing and they 've got to think about what they 're spending for entertainment in general what what our show contributes to their entertainment uh, week, I think they should reconsider going to the movies and give us the money instead
2: so it's yeah, and, it, and it truly is about <clears throat> about five five hours a week of uh, of premium entertainment that you uh, have probably enjoyed for free for quite a while. And and by the way, benefits.
0: It's, it's more beneficial
2: than most entertainment. Yeah, you, l- you learn something. Uh, hopefully, and in fact, it is kind. Of, our show isn't isn't a way. You talked about this in the last uh, episode. It is kind of the gift that keeps on giving, because you'll you'll just sit there, and then you know once you kind of indoctrinate the family, uh, then you know everyone starts laughing about stuff that you see, and then uh, you and of course you have the memes to throw in. You know, like the douchebag. And all that stuff, and uh, it, it 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 actually it's good it's good it's good wholesome family fun.
0: Mickey, yeah, no. When we sit around watching the news, it's just we just can't stop
2: laughing. It's hilarious. We Mickey, get to see it in a whole new light. Mickey threw one out the other day, which I didn't have an answer for. Um, and it's kind of funny because when when she gets into no agenda mode, which is happening more and more ever since the earthquake in uh, D.C. that we were in, uh, which of course was a clear case of harp being used she's like she's totally crackpotting on me and she says uh, why is it that because you know she's she's of course watching all this bogus uh irene coverage she says why is it that in american and she believes it's only in america and that may be true because it's usually called force majeure in other countries why is it in america that all um uh, insurance contracts speak of an act of god
0: Well, we're contract and legal oriented. I think is part of it, but uh, yeah, they always do. In fact, we have that in our speakers agreement when I do public speaking. Right,
2: but isn't but isn't like if if I uh, if I just go nuts? Isn't is isn't everything an act of God? Isn't God no, it, controlling it everything? Be, it
0: has to be a disaster. So it has to be a flood or a so or that's so that's God's work. Rock better. fell down the hill. But that's God's work. Your car got a flat tire and uh,
2: but what if I don't believe out. in God?
0: Well, they they won't put that in, then. they
2: just suffer. <laughs> Take it out. Redline all that God stuff. <laughs> no, but it, I thought it, she had a point, And I said, yeah, but it's just how we speak in legalese here. She said, then why not just call it force majeure, which is what every other country calls it. Every other country in the world in contracts, instead of act of God, says force majeure why is it still act of god in why do you have act of god why don't you have force, we don't, majeure? We have
0: force majeure i've just thought to me they're synonymous i don't I, we do it a lot most contracts don't use act of god unless it's in the Dude, force go ma- look Arch- at,
2: even when you fly in an airplane on your ticket it says act of god you know where it's, I've seen it. oh yeah okay yeah, yeah whatever well I, I i'm just i find i have to give that to her So this is what the show does. It it actually, instead of watching more E! Entertainment, we sit down and we discuss things. And it's great.
0: And we recommend people go to dvorak.org slash na noagendanation.com. And by the way, No Agenda Nation has an archive of all the shows... And it's you can look, go from show one. In fact, it has a copy for people out there who we, we were going to re-release it anyway. But if you want to listen to an overview of the show, show 200.5 is listed. Oh,
2: really? It's on
0: that? Oh, that's pretty cool. Damn. Anyway, it's an hour-long show. People can play it anytime they want. It's just a, it's an evergreen thing that we did specifically for people who donated to the 200 Club years ago. Anyway, so uh, you can see the length of the show go up. And you can <laughs> <Yeah>, also... <true. laughs> And you can download one or two that you might do I would recommend people download two hundred point five if they have never heard it and because uh, it explains the history of the show and all the rest of it and it 's very valuable and, and the no agenda Nation site is quite uh, you know it 's quite useful and you can also go to no you can also go to dvorak.org slash na and channelvorak na slash NA for donation to hit the donation sites
3: dot org slash n a
2: Sorry about that, and I would, and I would like to mention that Eric just sent me uh, Mickey and I a couple of T shirts from uh, No The I, I I guess we're getting a cut if he sells that. Yeah. Uh, so um, actually, what seems to be selling well are the mugs. Well, you know, it's interesting because he only well I, you know he didn't send us like expensive stuff like the mugs. He sent you know it's free, so he sent us the uh, the T shirts. The uh, he sent us the No the Nation T shirt, which I, I just honestly I don't like that much. I know I like his flag logo, but the slave T shirts. Those are outstanding. You seen that with like the barcode and it has slave it's on it.
0: Barcode says slave.
2: Yeah, that I have to say is an outstanding product. It's, it's really nice. Uh, so um, you can uh, take a look at noagendanation.com for that. Uh, and uh, please uh, don't send us uh, water or blankets. Send us your carpet bombs. It's your- So just to make sure that we are not behind, uh, make sure that we do it, it Maybe redundant. Matthew Carey says happy birthday to his son, Josh, turning 11 this week. James Briscoe says happy birthday to Smita, celebrating birthday today. Carol, her birthday is on the 2nd of some September, one day before mine. And Fernando Benito celebrates happy birthday from all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show. It's
8: your birthday,
2: yeah! And we have uh, one nighting, and we just uh, dropped the extra penny there for a second, because he came within one penny of the extra did you sharpen your sword today, John? It looks,
0: I always keep my sword to the ready.
2: <laughs> it looks a little dull.
0: Like. Well.
2: Jake Rock, step forward. Kneel. Extend your ring finger. Or anyone you desire. Thank you very much for your donation and support of the No Agenda podcast, the best podcast in the world, said by many. Uh, you came to $999.99. We drop in the extra penny. I hereby knight V Sir Jake Rock, Knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Your booze and hot pants are over here if you choose. We've got hookers and blow, and of course your rent boys and chardonnay if you swing that way. Hey, made another rhyme. Thank you very much, uh, Jake. That is really uh, appreciated. And uh, everyone else can become a knight of the Noah Roundtable. Actually, I was in Vegas um, uh, Saturday, a uh, Friday to Saturday. My daughter's twenty first birthday. Uh, had a tremendous amount of fun. A couple of her other twenty one plus year old friends came up, and um, <laughs> I think Mickey, uh, Molly Wood was there too. By the way, Molly came to the to party. We all stayed in uh, in one room, uh, Friday to Saturday night. And uh, a couple things I learned. One. Um, Molly Wood would be perfect to take over either of our spots. We're safe, John. If, she used uh,
0: to be a left wing nut.
2: No, 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 no. Well, that's not true. And it's even better because let's say uh, let's say I go before you do. Uh, then it could be uh, it's Buzzkill and Wood in the morning. <laughs> cool. I just huh? Wanted to use that joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, she came up with it. And the other thing I learned is it is pretty funny when you wake up in the morning and there's like eight guys sprawled all over sleeping off their hangovers in Vegas it keeps you young to see that it was that yeah was, yeah very much like the hangover movie it was very we didn't have the hangover suite we had a nice one Mickey had definitely uh, uh, she'd scammed somehow she'd done some good stuff uh, but it was uh, it was great and uh, I guess now officially I'm no longer responsible isn't that how it works yeah right <laughs>
8: John's gonna harm
0: the Sunday Times. Yeah. So uh, I had to. uh, Unfortunately, I don't have the times up here, so I had to go to the website and look at the. Why they didn't? They
2: didn't deliver. Oh, you're up up in
0: Washington, right? Yeah, I'm in mean, Washington. I don't have the times up here, so they have the basic stories. The hurricane stories, the number one story, and then, but the, I think the only interesting story on today's front page, besides uh, the fact that there's an Oklahoma city's got some some uh, a twin tower clone that they're worried about somebody bombing, which is crap. CIA drones sent the, said to kill. Kada again they never use Kada. Yeah,
2: I, I keep seeing this and it's not K-da. just it's just not the New York Times. It's it, everyone's not using Kada. that's
0: well, because the New York Times started using it and so they have to do what the New York oh,
2: Times does. Oh, of course. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, if the, So, so Kada. Uh, Kada. Kada. Kada for the Chinese. Kada
0: some Bozo we've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, this is a
2: guy I've never even heard of this guy. Now he's now he's gone. What happened? Like I read this I report. This is
0: code this article is code for something. I'm not sure what it is. Well,
2: I th- what I understood is they're basically saying... Uh, Kata- How do they
0: know this guy's number two? We've never heard of him.
2: Well, they just look at the website. Isn't there like a CEO investor relations website?
0: Well, maybe. Yep. I haven't seen the guy. this guy. he's Maybe he's on the board of advisors. Well,
2: well, he, listen, here's what the CNBC said. The killing of Kada's number two leader deprives the group of a multi-talented manager who... <laughs> who helped spawn offshoots around the world and survive a U.S. counter-terrorism campaign in Pakistan. This guy was a manager. They should have made him a VP. Give him a new business card.
0: Take this guy his- doesn't even look right.
2: <laughs> so maybe it was some... Maybe... Oh, okay.
0: I'm almost thinking that this guy's... You know, this is a creative person.
2: It was a graphic designer?
0: No, I mean, I think he was like... This could be a composite photo for all we know.
2: Right. Well, he was a multi-talented manager.
0: And it seems to be just some... The article seems to be more about the annoyance that, we're, that the CIA is causing with the Pakistanis. Right. No, they don't never tell the Pakistanis before they blow someone out of the wall. Why are they even telling us? That, dude, is, is it important to know that this guy, who we never heard of, has been killed? They're killing guys constantly.
2: And, and they did it with a drone, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Another drone. There's something fishy about this story. I think it's got some second. There's a secondary reason for this thing cropping up like this.
2: Okay, keep our eye on it. We don't have it. We don't always have the answers.
0: No, we actually rarely. We only We, we, ra- we, spot, we don't know. We spot the anomalies, but we don't have the answers. We don't
2: really know nothing.
0: So anyway, so that's kind of the New York Times today. You can close. What?
2: It. That's it? Oh my goodness! That, that's like so short, John. One
0: thing is all there was. <laughs>
8: John's gonna hum the Sunday time. I'd rather.
0: I, I'd rather play a clip I picked up on C-SPAN. Uh, Dick Cheney's got a new book coming out. Yeah, yeah. And it's getting a lot of play in terms of. Uh, so I've got the independent caller on C-SPAN clip, which is uh, is, is got a. It's just funny. Okay. These are okay in our
5: neighborhood, Akron, Ohio. Mike, independent caller. Good morning.
1: Oh, good morning. Thank you for C me. Sure. Uh, as far as Dick Cheney is concerned, he is em- emblematic of the problem of the GOP. Ever since two thousand, that uh, that campaign, he was selected to be George Bush's right-hand man to look for a vice president. I guess he looked in the mirror and thought, my gosh, that's me. I blame the lame street media for not seeing, seeing that as a red flag. As a result, Dick Cheney became the most powerful vice president in the U.S., which means, therefore, George Bush will go down in history as the most insignificant president, never the greatest, never the worst, just the absolute most insignificant president. I would have been happy with a George Bush, John McCain ticket back in 2000 with John McCain being the president instead of Dick Cheney. That way we could have seen George Bush as the vice president and seen that he's nothing more than an empty suit as a VP under John McCain back in 2000. And finally, the Tea Party, they claim to be a grassroots uh, or, or organizations. They have two main leaders. One, of course, is Dick Army, and the other one is Dick Cheney. They should be called the Dick Army brigade or the dick cheney cheerleaders pick your dick (laughs) bobby tallahassee let's move right along
2: this this just once again ladies and gentlemen if you want to help the show there's a couple ways you can help one is support the show with your financial donations that is very important but There are people out there who are ready for this program. They are primed. Their eyes are open. Their ears are open. You need to be calling C-SPAN during these open phone calls. And, I mean, how hard can... We have very intelligent people. We have people who do great stuff. You can do jingles. You put together bits for us. You understand the clips. Call into these shows... And then while you're talking about whatever stupid topic is on, just say noagendashow.com, the best podcast in the world, in the morning, douchebags. It makes, it makes so much sense. It's the best way you can help more people listening to the show.
0: And they have open lines on C-SPAN all the time. And there's not, not that they have a big audience, but you're right. The audience at the C-SPAN audience is our audience.
2: I'm going to do it. Well, maybe I just have to show but lead by example just to go in and show how it's done. This is nuts! It's so easy. It's so incredibly easy to get on these shows, and it's and, funny. And that one apparently,
0: they—I don't think they have a delay on it because the guy, you know, no. pick your dick is like <laughs> something they would have bleeped on most things.
2: And they have like some goofy interns who are doing the call screening because it's so easy to get through. It's so easy. Please, my goodness! It doesn't matter what the topic is. People are watching. There are our people are watching, and I, and and please, I really encourage you.
0: No, I have another clip from this same segment. Was but I don't know if I. It's a long clip, and I don't think you want to hear about it because it entails nine eleven conspiracies and the whole nine yards. Is Dick Cheney's new book because this guy accuses Cheney of being in on it in
2: some way. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't want to hear this.
0: Well, maybe you're, you're you don't setting, want to hear You're
2: it. setting me up. Of course, I want to hear this. All right. So, so this is another one of a another potential no agenda listener calling in. And he yeah, goes, and we're, 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 we're a fan of yours, no doubt. Let me guess, he goes off on why did you uh, issue the stand-down order, is that what he says? Yeah. Yeah, good, I love it. I love it. By the Supreme Court. What's a
4: question mark at the uh, end of that? Uh, Long Island, New York yeah, now, good. David, Democrat, good morning.
10: Good morning, Paul. Uh, can you pull up an article at all possible from May 7th, 2004? It's titled, uh, it was from New York Times. It was titled, Tape of Air Traffic Control it was Made on 9-11.
1: What, what's destroyed. the so? What
10: tell
5: us more about the piece?
10: Well, it connects connected Cheney to the stand down that was uh, <laughs> was made by the. There was a normal protocol for interception of any air, airliner that was hijacked, and Mr. Cheney had his finger on the button that morning. And for some strange reason, well, I think I know the reason. He had placed a stand down order on any form of interception of those aircraft, but. The, doc, the tape of the controllers involved on that morning were destroyed about four or five months later. And, you know, this was a, a heinous crime committed against the United States on 9-11. And to destroy evidence leads one to question why those videotapes were destroyed. And it was, was of the involved air traffic controllers on that morning. Now, the connection is, um, prior to Dick Cheney coming to the vice presidency, he had been under investigation for accounting fraud involved, uh, I believe it was connected to the Arthur Anderson scandal. And what was revealed <laughs> was that uh, yeah. Halliburton was in the red and his stock shares were... were um, the, it was, it was a- wait a
2: minute, is Cheney sitting there listening to this? No, no, this is just open... Uh, they have, Oh, no, they, they had okay. A, oh. I wish. Yeah, so, so this... Wait a minute, so... What is the the C-SPAN host supposed to do? What is he like? He, is an expert? He's supposed to answer this?
0: No, that's the joke of they're just taking calls. That's what would. Make, that's why people should be calling in. They're the, just this, taking this calls, just, and they go from one call to the next.
2: This is just like, hey, how you doing? Call me and just say something. Yeah, we're going to,
0: we're talking about the Dick Cheney, the new Dick Cheney book, and so I'm oh calling in with a comment about the Dick Cheney book.
2: Okay, so I'm going to use the bat signal next time they have. Oh, when do they do these open phones? When do they All do this? All the time they yeah, but they've got, it's got to be scheduled. On
0: the weekend, and especially while Congress is out.
2: This is crazy that we're not all over this. Let me see. C-SPAN, open phones. It must It must be scheduled. I know it's in the morning. Uh, I guess they... Uh, yeah, uh, open phones. Doesn't tell you when it's on. They just do it whenever they feel like it? Oh, Very how much. often does C-SPAN do open phones? Okay, here's a Yahoo question. Uh yahoo yeah yahoo yeah you suck mm-hmm. oh they just do it whenever apparently whenever they got yeah. no programming i right.
0: think it's when they when they go flat on their programming something right. uh you know somebody didn't show up or there's the meeting was canceled or something like that well, they don't have anything to so my
2: recommendation again. is calling on the democrat line i think you should always call the don't call the independent or the republican line because they know that you're going to be nuts <laughs> so just, seriously, just call the. Uh, yeah, this
0: is the, but this guy is nuts, and he called in on the. Demo that's problem. what I'm saying.
2: That, that's what's so good about it. And just do this all the time. Just pro- propagate all these means. So what? Okay, let, let's help our listeners, John. What should people call in and harp about uh, this week on open phones on C-SPAN? What should we do? What should we pick?
0: Well, do C-SPAN calls the theme. It doesn't matter. You, well, you, no, I think we should harp on. Uh, on the uh, on the fake uh, uh, hurricane, the fact that this thing was overblown
2: and they were no, predicting it's that's that's not point. good enough. Let's do something no. really. Let's do something really good. How about the Stargate? Have people call and say, "Hey, do you uh. know about the Stargate that's opening up?" <laughs> well, you, you just know. wanted to call in the with the crazy idea, yeah, in the Gulf of Aden. Or let me. Let, how about Harp? Just go and talk about Harp. Here's here's a topic you can talk about. Um, now, just we'll back up for one second, and I, and I actually put it in the show notes again three three four dot na show notes dot com. Uh, this is where you can find testimony from Secretary of Defense, William Cohen, uh, who said that other countries have uh, machinery where they can uh, make hurricanes, earth, earthquakes, and by golly, the U.S. should investigate in that as well. The Lugar, was it, uh, this is what part of the, the Lugar Something Treaty Act was in, was invoked because of this. We're supposed to make money available for our own earthquake machines. Uh, the thesis is that HARP H-A-A-R-P, is doing this. And I believe that we are in a war with China, China, and uh, China has uh, flipped. It. By the way, the Albany got a two point nine earthquake this morning. So, yeah. Uh, yeah and we had a no, uh, big deal. Yeah, uh, a big deal. And, and but of course, uh, we're not leaving China alone.
13: Dozens of people spotted this unidentified glowing object above Shanghai and Beijing, China at the same time. A pilot flying from Shanghai says the huge cloud grew in size and ended up looking about 100 times larger than the moon. Some believe that this could be a fragment of a satellite launched mm-hmm. by Russia two days earlier.
2: You should go see this thing. It's great. It's, it's huge. <laughs> I'm predicting an earthquake in China. We're, we're definitely heating up the ionosphere over those guys. you got to see this thing, John. It's beautiful. It's huge. A huge okay, it's bubble. In the show
0: notes, I'll go check it. Yeah, of course,
2: it is. Now, of course, uh, when you're uh, on a, you know, when you're a talking head on the news, you got to make fun of it. Look at that.
13: What do you think, Walter?
2: Uh, looks like fog. Maybe.
13: What
4: do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
13: fog. Definitely. Fog.
11: We'll go with that. We'll yeah, it's fog. Weather. It's harp.
0: You there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so let's
2: see. The Russians lost... Uh, so first they lost their... Uh, what did they lose? They they lost a rocket. Now they lost their uh, their freighter. They're supposed to resupply the International Space Station. So they're losing stuff left and right. Are the Chinas shooting that out of the sky as well? I don't know. Yeah, something... It may
0: all be, we may be shooting it out of the sky so we can reinitialize with some rationale the NASA program.
2: I don't know, but it's... Uh, This is the M-12M space freighter carrying food and other items to the International Space Station fell in South Siberia's Altai Republic after failing to separate from its Soyuz-U carrier rocket. The first loss of a Progress Freighter in the history of Russia's space industry. In the history. In the history.
3: Mr. Adam Curry. Open up the door, Mr. Curry. Now!
2: (laughs) I gotta back off.
0: So, uh, let's see what the London papers have to say.
2: Okay. London papers have to say this.
12: ...to the right in the wake of the recent riots. The Sunday Telegraph says that abortion laws are set to be tightened by the government in the biggest shake-up in a generation. And it also has a story of a report which is going to clear the army of systematically torturing civilians in Iraq. Uh, This is an investigation into the death in 2003 of Baha Musa, a Basra hotel worker, but it will criticise soldiers for um, closing ranks. The Mail on Sunday uh, says that red traffic lights will automatically turn green to speed chauffeur-driven dignitaries along special VIP lanes during the London Olympics, while millions of ordinary motorists will face gridlock during the Games. And we'll have more (laughs) on the
2: paper. I, I read this article, and I'm like, is that great? Isn't that just awesome? It's like they've literally created is, and the buses have this in, in many countries where the, the driver can hit a button. It's called the VTAC system. And uh, it will then, it's basically a, uh, a big magnet. And then, or that's how it used to work. And then it flips a switch and then it, uh, essentially turns your light to green. Now I've driven in London traffic. It is the, it is the suckiest, most absolute horrible traffic you can imagine. And now they're going to have these elitist pricks whizzing by. It's unbelievable, you people. You should be placing IEDs along this route. This is so, yeah.
0: Well, anyway, so in this report, the one that you kind of let let slide, which is the one where they and you think about this, think about the the logic of this. They've they've absolved soldiers from systematic torture in Iraq.
2: Yeah, I heard it.
0: And but 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 along with that, they said, but they got mad. Or they did. They didn't absolve them of closing ranks, meaning the soldiers were trying to cover up the crime that didn't happen. Let me get. Let me get this
2: straight. <laughs> Let's listen. I maybe we should listen to it again, because yeah, I I I was focused completely on the elitist pricks. Let's listen to, to it again. Right,
12: in the wake of the recent riots. Let me hear it. The Sunday Telegraph says that abortion laws are set to be tightened by the government in the biggest shake-up in a generation. And it also has a story of a report which is going to clear the army of systematically torturing civilians in Iraq. Uh, This is an investigation into the death in 2003 of Baha Musa, a Basra hotel worker. But it will criticize soldiers for um, closing ranks.
2: Wow.
0: So how does that make any sense? if the the soldiers closing ranks were probably saying they they didn't do, they didn't anything do it wrong. right
2: they didn't do it right
0: and so then uh, they found they didn't do anything wrong so how is that closing ranks it's just telling the truth uh, the fact of the matter is they were closing ranks and there's a cover up and what? they they blew it by saying okay well we're going nobody's going to get but you guys shouldn't do that again whatever it was i mean this is typical bull crap
2: what wasn't mentioned in this uh, report is home secretary I guess that's kind of the uh the Gitmo Nation East equivalent of Lucy Napolitano. Theresa May has banned all marches in uh East London and four neighboring boroughs in the capital for a 30-day period following a request from the Scotland Yard acting commissioner Tim Godwin. <clears throat> so uh you are not allowed to protest in uh in Britain anymore. Just no no marches. You cannot uh protest, which uh is is that uh do they have any Bill of Rights there? They don't no. have the Magna Carta. Doesn't that count for something over there?
0: Apparently not. And now, according to the latest news out of the, that's this place, that Cameron is making it still going on with this. By the way, and getting flack for it, saying we should have ways to shut down the Twitter. Yeah, of course, and we the should. Facebook's
2: got to go, and and the BBMs. It's all got to stop. Uh, meanwhile, back home, I uh, spent my uh, time wisely. And uh, watched our uh, address from our president. You know, he always uh, does this uh, radio address on the YouTubes. And uh, what is not nine eleven? What are we supposed to do on nine eleven? What uh, what kind of day is that, John? Is Hunker that, down. A, is that a, <laughs> unquote unquote? Isn't nine eleven? Shouldn't we be? Uh, what should be? What if you were president? What would you uh, associate with nine eleven?
0: Would I associate with 9-11? Yeah, what would you tell your people Attacked to do? by a bunch of crackpot
2: Muslim terrorists. Yeah, but would you say, let's, let's remember, or... Would you ever... I
0: would say we should remember those who lost their lives on 9-11,
2: yes. Should we have any kind of other call to action?
0: We should probably uh, thank the first responders and things
2: like that. I'm not sure. Well, let's check in with the president and see what he has to say. This September
6: 11th, Michelle and I will join the commemorations at Ground Zero, in Shanksville, and at the Pentagon. But even if you can't be in New York, Pennsylvania or Virginia, every American can be part of this anniversary hmm. once again, 9/11 will be a national day of service oh. and remembrance Oh
2: okay National day of service what It's a national <laughs> It's a national day of service service, you know like serve and in the days like when what we- well the president- How about getting us some jobs here no you have to serve us Listen. ahead. Folks across the country in all 50
6: states will come together in their communities and neighborhoods to honor the victims of 9-11 and to reaffirm the strength of our nation with acts of service and charity. In Minneapolis, volunteers will help restore a community center. In Winston-Salem, North Carolina, they'll hammer shingles and lay floors to give a family a new home. In Tallahassee, Florida, they'll assemble care packages for our troops overseas and their families here at home. In Orange County, California, they'll renovate homes for our veterans. And once again, Michelle and I look forward to joining a local service project as well.
2: And you can go to serve.gov to get all the information, or...
6: What is this, a home
0: improvement show, or what are we talking about here? They're going to be fixing up some guys' houses. It sounds like that, that makeover show on ABC.
2: Yeah. No, it's uh, serve.gov if you, uh, if you watch the entire... Uh, uh, the, the entire speech. It's, uh, he promotes serve.gov and lindo.gov, I think it is. I think it's Lindo. Is it Lindo? Lindo. Yeah. What the hell's Lindo? No, it's not Lindo. It's Lingo. <laughs> what's uh, what's serve in Spanish? Lindo? I don't know. Ah, I forgot it now. I think it was.
0: Dos uh, tacos, El Pastor. That's uh, all I know in
2: Spanish. Show <laughs> the Taco Bell. Hold on, let me Muy see. Pujante. Serve.gov come on it's uh on espanol here it is servir no it it was crazy. There was another word for it now 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 it's making me mad. It was like lingo, lindo it was something weird now i'll have to look it up, but yeah, please obey and please serve i don't understand i I, I think nine eleven should be a day didn't we didn't we talk about this, didn't this happen in the past? I kind of remember this. That we that we were like, why do we have to like volunteer and stuff? It's weird.
0: Well, I mean, out of the blue, I think it's because to keep people busy. Otherwise, they're going to be rioting in the streets. And service, by the way, is a code word for many religions. You know, service, serve, right. serve the Lord, service, right. service, service. Right. It, which makes no sense coming from Obama. Um, I don't know. Looking at the antidote to summer learning loss: reading an outdoor play. Hmm. I'm looking at this crap on this website. This is another eight. Eighteen million dollar website. Eighteen I keep thinking eight. It's eight because eighteen just doesn't I can't imagine these things costing eighteen million dollars, a bunch of cheap <laughs> templates using <laughs> Drupal. Oh, I'm United I'm, we serve. The president is calling on all Americans to participate in our nation's recovery and renewal. Renewal. By serving in our communities, there are many ways to get involved. America's new foundation will be built one community at a time, and it starts with you. <sighs> A
2: new foundation Gitmo Nation lowlands remember those uh, big television towers that uh, caught fire and fell over and basically took out all the television and radio for uh, a week classic Yeah. so the uh, the owners of the tower, Novek, they know the cause of the fire but they are going to temporarily keep this a secret According to all the reports, <laughs> why are the Dutch slaves not revolting against this? Yeah, we we know what it is, but we're not going to tell you right now. Wow, that doesn't seem right. No, and what difference does it make? Well, there must be some security reason or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but what could it possibly be? I don't terrorists? Know. I don't know.
2: I don't know. It could if be terrorists.
0: <laughs> in this country. They go on and on and on about it.
2: I don't know. I have no idea. And this was a weird thing that came out. Uh, I don't, I, I presume.
0: Wait a minute. You, what if it was like maybe a strike from a flying saucer oh. and they don't want to alarm the public?
2: <laughs> they don't want to, please do not be alarmed. So this, uh, this was news in my world about this uh, 2004 declassified document which uh, surfaced, which is from the, uh, the let's see, James, no, it's to James Rowley, from uh, the director of the CIA. This uh, was this document, dated conf- uh, marked confidential, dated March third, nineteen sixty four, uh, which basically states that Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, John F. Kennedy's assassin, a supposed assassin, was trained by the CIA.
11: Huh?
2: Yeah. See, that's the problem. This is exactly the problem. Everyone goes like, huh. So, you know, why wouldn't uh, several other of these lone wolf assassins be trained by the CIA? Why wouldn't uh, 9-11 hijackers be trained by the CIA? We don't have to wait until we're 80 years old to find out that we were right. (laughs) Yeah, Oswald Subject was trained by the agency under cover of this office, of the Office of Naval Intelligence for Soviet Assignments. So, shouldn't shouldn't we, like, reopen that discussion?
0: yeah i think we should do that tomorrow
2: <laughs> you know what i mean though seriously that's weird well that's...
0: yeah you should but what who's like if what ron paul said in that clip uh which is the cia took over the place uh after kennedy's assassination and they t- took over the place for whatever reason good or bad we don't know because we don't know anything uh how long how far you think that uh reinvestigation is going to last how, how, how far are you going to get with that
2: yeah, you not, think you're right not very far all right, let me ask you a question. Then, since you By the up-
0: way, what's the deal with, there's a book, there's a big scandal, this was in the Times. There's some guy has written, some ex-FBI guy that was in charge of the nine, some 9-11 aspect, and he's written this book that's just extremely critical of the fact that the CIA didn't share any information about the 9-11 deal, and they're redacting, they're, they grabbed grab the I saw the
2: that, yeah, I saw that. And they're
0: redacting all kinds of weird shit, like they can't use, He can't use the word station
2: really but that isn't that like kind of a common known word for uh yeah, the cia yeah. office his station yeah interesting no Wait.
0: no i can't use that word it's it's a it's a, it's classified
2: right well you know my uncle don uh is writing his book and um and he's had it uh cleared by the agency and he had to pull stuff out too which i'm not allowed to tell you about <laughs> <laughs> but I told him Don just Thanks for the tease. Yeah, just yeah, don't worry. It's like just just write the book, dude. Just write the whole thing, write it perfectly. And uh it's very interesting. He's he's struggling with the whole October Surprise thing cuz he was basically accused of being complicit in that. He said, "Why don't you try the truth?" He says, you "No, know, I like where you're going with that." <laughs> So we'll see. What? Yeah, what are you you crazy? Curry? You're a crazy man. Get that R V off my lawn, you. All right, uh, from your neck of the woods, John, please investigate this story for me.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Okay, stop what you're doing. Because this is amazing! Amazing! Orcas, like 20 of them, swimming near Mari Island in just the past hour. Sky King took these incredible pictures, and they're swimming in very shallow water. So we had to pull our environmental specialist from what he was doing to talk about this. Uh, Gary Chittim's here. Did you see this? These orcas
2: swimming there, really in the shallow water? There's one down the street. An orca?
0: No, I haven't seen an orca up here forever.
2: But this, like, this, it is beautiful footage, I have to say. It's like 20 of them just all swimming in the shallow water.
0: You should go you look know, at I got the- to see that big giant orca, that one that was the biggest, I think, ever in captivity. The huge thing that was at uh, Marine World years and years ago. This thing was so big. I mean, it was re- unbelievable. I've seen other orcas. They're all pretty, you know, like, you know, maybe five or six times bigger than a dolphin. This thing was the size of a of a... Of a full, like, 18-wheeler. I mean, it was
2: huge. Well, all all I know is that uh, uh, orcas respond to harp waves. Oh, maybe they're coming in to bust up the place. And uh, there's something else going on in West Virginia. As we know from the previous show, animals are much smarter when disasters are about to strike. We know that lions stood still. We know that all these animals were freaking out because of the earthquake. What's happening now in West Virginia? Hello? A town in West Virginia says it's under siege
4: by birds. Every night, thousands of birds take over the town of Huntington.
7: No one can explain why the birds have been showing up. What they do know is
14: they are loud. It's very hard to sleep at night because of the noise, very hard. They say the noise isn't the worst part. It's what the birds
7: leave
2: behind. It's almost a nonstop job cleaning up the bird droppings. Bird poop. Everybody, bird poop.
0: Hey, hold on a second. Yeah. Isn't this the year, this summer, the year, that the entire East Coast was inundated with cicadas? Yeah. Wouldn't that kind of bring a few birds out of the woodwork?
2: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But West Virginia is not really the East Coast.
0: Yeah, I think they have the cicada problem because it stems from Chicago all the way to the whole, everything pretty much west, east of the Mississippi.
2: Well, all I know is we've had a drill for everyone moving to West Virginia. The East Coast seems to be under attack from hurricanes and earthquakes. I'm glad I'm out here on the West Coast.
0: Well, maybe they're going to cut the country in half with a big crack. (laughs) All right. Dvorak.org slash NAP will help us out.
2: Yeah, we really do need your support, and we will continue to uh, stay on top of all of the bull crap that is being passed off as news and try and find the stuff that's really happening for you, particularly as it pertains to the Arab Spring. Coming to you from the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation, West the People's Republic of Southern California. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from the Buzzkill Bunker North... Northwest, actually, I'm John C. Dvorak.
2: We will talk to you again on Thursday, right here... On no agenda. Where's your slide whistle? In California.
3: Turn off your television.
2: Adios, Mofo, Dvorak.org
8: slash N-A-